السلام علیکم ورحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ پیس اینڈ بلیسنگس آف اللہ ٹو آل آف یو لیڈیز اینڈ جینٹلمین ویلکم اعوذ باللہ من الشیطان الرجیم آئی سیک ریفیوج وت اللہ فرام دا شیطان دا اسٹون بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم وت دا نیم آف اللہ موسٹ گریشیس موسٹ مرسیفل دا ٹاپک از واٹ القرآن سیز اباؤٹ دا صلاح the prayer in the muslim community and as well as the non-muslim community people who believe in god like jews like christians and muslims and even hindus also they have a concept of god they all pray to god they all jews christian Muslims, Hindus, except for the atheist or any school of thought belonging or have a concept of God, they are trying to communicate with God in their own way. So the Arabic word, the salah, the prayer that is mentioned in the Quran, I will read the ayahs and then we'll analyze these ayahs to find out what the Quran says about the Salah, the prayer as mentioned in the Quran. But what is basically Salah, the prayer, translated as prayer, is, is people trying to communicate with God. As most of you, in a critical or a situation that comes in your, in situation comes in your, in your life, you try to seek, seek help from God. In your own manner, you are asking God for help. The Jews does it. The Christian does it. The Hindu does it. The Buddhist. The, everybody are asking from God. So they call it as prayer. I am praying to God. Meaning they are trying to ask something from God for their help. Or for, for thanks. Or to serve God. So basically, in the Quran, Salah is more than what people know about it. The prayer. First of all, you, if you look at that page, I will read just the, uh, the, the meaning of the Salah prayer. is to be found in English Webster Dictionary. And it's uh, just prayer. What does prayer mean? A devout form of spiritual communication between man and Allah. That is God translated as a supplication, thanksgiving to Allah or God, adoration, confession to Allah God, a religious observance either in public or private to Allah. And in the Muslim community, the format of Salah prayer contains standing, bowing, prostrating. This definition which I have written down is to be found in an English dictionary Webster, except few words that I have added in connection with the Muslim Salah, the prayer. In all of this, if you note, we Muslims are not doing this. Because this is one-way communication. Like for example, if there is a supplication for to God, I am asking to God, do we pray like that? No. I will explain to you why. Then are you thanksgiving to God in prayer, salah? 
No. I will explain to you. Are you adoring God in your prayer? No. Then are you having confession to Allah that you have committed wrong? No. In the prayer. So this is a religious, what is the difference between us, Muslim community, establishing the prayer and a non-Muslim community? This definition is given in the website. This is a non-Muslim does like that. He is trying to communicate with God. He is asking God. He is thanking God. We are not doing this in prayer. What we are doing is, in the Salah, what you recite? We recite the Quranic ayats. That's not your words. That is Allah's kalam, Allah's words that we Muslim recite in the prayer. And the whole Quran is being recited in the prayer. It is not your supplication. It is not your observation. And it is not you asking God. Everything that you recite is only ayats. And on those ayats, you say, Subhana Rabbil Azim. That's you saying it. Subhan Rabbil Allah, that's you saying it. Or At-Tahayat, that's you saying it. The rest, whole of the Salah is Quran, nothing but the Quranic ayahs. And that ayahs is the communication of Allah through Muhammad, peace be upon him, Rasulullah, the messenger of Allah, and the seal of the prophets, and you are just reciting those words. That is the recitation of the Allah's ayahs. And to that, you prostrate Oh, sorry, you bow and you prostrate on the ayahs. So you must understand the difference, the big, huge difference between the Muslim salah, the prayer and the non-Muslim. Because he is trying one way. He is asking Allah from one side, Allah do help me this, is Christian doing it. God do this, Hindu doing it. God, you help me and I would thanks to God. I'm thankful to you, God. All non-Muslims does like that. If you are a Muslim, you have to recite the ayahs according to a particular situation. The whole Quran, if you have memorized it, if not, then according to a situation, what is relevant to your lifestyle? What situation you are under? Because the Quran is a complete code of life. It is a besiege from man thankful from man and in response Allah answers in the ayahs. What is an ayat? What is Quran? Quran is a combination I'm just giving you in my own words is a combination of do's and don'ts. One aspect. The other aspect is the events of the prophets. Narration. Events of prophet Muhammad peace be upon him, Isa peace be upon him, Nuh salam. all the prophets events are mentioned. About science, events are mentioned. The do's and don'ts I've told you. Then there are ayat related to your lifestyle, mankind lifestyle. About marriage, about divorce, about interest, usually, about so many things. So it's a combination of many, many things. And we are just recit- recitation of the revelation. The Quranic is a, Quran is a revelation, ayat that we just recite. But if you do not understand and you do not know why, why are you reciting the ayahs, that's the education. That is the education. That is why in my lifetime people are asking me how do you establish the salah, the prayer? 
because yet people do not know what is the exact essence of the Salah the prayer. That is why the topic is being delivered. What is Salah the prayer? Is a two-way communication of Allah to Muhammad, peace be upon him. You are just repeating those words in the prayer. Because it is a revelation. It is an inspiration. Wahi. It is a nazil. Inspiration of Allah to Muhammad, peace be upon him. And you are reciting that. You are just repeating those words of Allah in the Salah, the prayer. It is not your own. It is not your Salah, basically. It is the Salah of messengers of all times. You have to just repeat those words and how it will become your Salah, I will discuss in the lecture and the ayahs. First of all, I want to make a big, huge difference. What is the prayer of Muslims and non-Muslims prayer? Because we are reciting the revelation of Allah in the Salah, the prayer. And the revelation is to Muhammad, peace be upon him, and, and all to other messengers. So all the messengers established the Salah, the prayer, and how they established the format and everything, we will discuss. First of all, now I'll, I'll come to this. Uh, what you're going to hear is the format of the Salah, the prayer. The format, you will hear the timings of the Salah, the prayer, what we recite in the prayer and why we recite and how we recite. Three things. What we recite in the Salah, the prayer, how we recite, why we recite in the Salah, the prayer. Then you will hear, uh, especially why in Arabic, Arabic also, because we don't recite in, in Urdu or English or in other language of the world. Because the moment you translate the words and you start talking in your own language, that's not Allah's words. Allah's words are revealed or sent down by Allah in Arabic. So we have to recite in the prayer all, whether we are any nationality of the world, you belong to any culture, any nationality, you have to memorize the Arabic text of the revelation of Allah in pure form, understand it, the understanding of the essence, the spirit, the ruh, you have to know this. Then you have to bow, prostrate and bow. Bow and prostrate. If you do not, that's your problem. Where the Muslims have, who are reverting to Islam, the most inspiring thing for them is the prayer. Why? Because they had, they, they, this is a revelation to Allah. Revelation of Allah to Muhammad peace be upon him. And when you read the eyes, it is a revelation of Allah to mankind. So we must know that. That's the purpose. So the format you will know, then the timings, then you will come to know uh, the evolution, physical and psychological purification before you establishing the salah. And uh, then there are types of people who are establishing the salah. Meaning there are types of what type of people are establishing the salah. So if you open the first page, you will note that the references of salah, the prayer, is mentioned with so many, so many names. I'm just uh, telling you that the, 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 the salah, the prayer of the Quran, mentioned the Quran, is not new. It was existing in all times. If you look at Surah Maryam 19, 58 and 59, the prayer salah is mentioned with Adam and his offsprings. Maryam 19, 58 and 59, 
Muzammil 73.20 also. Ali Imran 3 and Ayah 43. Maryam peace be upon her is also mentioned. The prayer bowing and prostrating. Luqman Surah 31 and Ayah 17. Luqman peace be upon him is mentioned with Salah. Maryam 19, 58 and 59. Israel and his offspring is mentioned. The prayer is mentioned with him. Salah prayer. Al-Baqarah 2 and Ayah 83. Bani Israel. With the name Bani Israel, the Salah prayers mentioned. Al-Baqarah 2 and Ayah 153. With the believers, the Salah prayers mentioned. Surah Nisa 4 and Ayah 142. Hypocrites, people who are hypocrites, the Salah prayers mentioned. And uh, there are many other references. I have not gone into many details. I just want to tell you by these ayahs, uh, by these references, that the prayer Salah is not a new invention from 1400 years. The Salah prayer is mentioned in the Quran from the day one, from the beginning of time. The Quran was there with the guidance from mankind and all the messengers and the prophets were establishing the Salah, the prayer, because the revelation is related to Salah prayer. The Wahi, the inspiration, the Nazir, the revelation, because all the messengers got the message from Allah. So Allah was communicating to all messengers and all messengers were reciting the ayats in the prayer. So all this is from the beginning. Now I will step by step, first I will discuss by the ayats the format. How and where we get the format of the prayer. Because people have been, the non-Muslims have been accusing the Muslim community because they don't have the concept of prayer in their own understanding, the whole non-Muslim world. So they are accusing that the Muslim, you people do not have the Salah mentioned in the Quran. It is an accusation of the non-Muslims. So it has become now, within the Muslim community, people are saying the same thing. But basically the problem is with the non-Muslims. Because they are not able to communicate with Allah. Because Allah does not respond to them in the ayahs, uh, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the calls. When they call to Allah for help, for besiege, for, for, for thanks. Allah does not respond to them. In the ayahs, if you are reciting the ayahs, Allah is responding. From mankind and from Allah, both ways is in the Quran. I will, we'll see that. Now, first of all, I will discuss about the format. And the format is taken, how, first of all, we know in the prayer, we have got an imam, the leader, who, who, who we, we Muslims follow in, in a mosque. So I will first discuss the Imam, the leader, in the, as pray, as in the prayers, and then 
the format, how the format comes. So in Surah Al-Baqarah 2 and Ayah 124, how we get the Imam, the leader of the prayer. So it mentioned, وَيْذِبْ تَلَا إِبْرَاهِيمَ رَبُّوا بِكَلِمَاتٍ فَتَمَّهُنَّ قَالَ إِنِّي جَعَلُوا كَلِنَّاسِ إِمَامًا قَالَ وَمِن ذُرِّيَتِي قَالَ لَا يَنَالُوا أَحَضِ الظَّالِمِينَ And Surah Al-Anbiya 21, Ayah 73, وَجَعَلْنَاهُمْ أَيِمَّةً يَهْدُونَ بِأَمْرِنَا وَأَوْحَيْنَا إِلَيْهِمْ فِعْلَ الْخَيْرَاتِ وَإِقَامَ الصَّلَاحِ and when his Lord put Ibrahim to trial with words, then he completed them. He said, surely I have made you the Imam leader for all mankind. He said, Ibrahim said, and from my offsprings, he said, my covenant shall not reach the oppressors. In this ayah, Allah has put Ibrahim into a trial. And when, once Ibrahim completes the words which Allah has put him in the trial, so Allah made him the Imam, the leader for all mankind. Ibrahim is mentioned in the Quran as Millata Abikum Ibrahim. The religion we Muslims follow is, the, is your father and sister, the religion of your father and sister. Ibrahim, peace be upon him. Muhammad seal of the prophets, follow the footsteps of Ibrahim al-Islam. All the prophets. He is the father and sister of religion. Ibrahim, peace be upon him. So Allah says, I have made him the imam, the leader of not the prophets, the imam, the leader of the mankind. Linnasi imama. And he asked, Qala wa min zuriyati, would you, Allah, give the Imam the leadership from among my offsprings? So Allah says, My covenant will not reach the oppressors. That means the Imam, the leadership will continue. As we see in the mosque, the Imams are there. But not for the oppressors. So further in the, in the ayat I read, Al-Anbiya 21-73, the word there is, وَجَعَلْنَاهُمْ أَئِمَّةً and in the context of this ayah, Surah Anbiya 21-73, if you look at the context, the prophets are mentioned. Various different prophets are mentioned. So Allah said, we made them, the prophets, a'imma leaders, that they guide with our order and we inspire towards them to do good deeds and establish the salah and give zakah justification and they became servants for us. So in this ayah, if you will note that the aima, the prophets, are the aima, the, pro, uh, the imam, the leaders. And Allah says that we inspire towards them, to the prophets. Towards them what? To do good deeds and to establish the salah, the prayer. So the prophets were inspired by Allah to establish the salah, the prayer. You can see, وَأَوْحَيْنَا إِلَيْهِمْ فِعْلَ الْخَيْرَاتِ وَيْقَامُ الصَّلَاةِ وَأَوْحَيْنَا means we inspire. We inspire towards them فِعْلَ الْخَيْرَاتِ to do good deeds, to good words, وَيْقَامُ الصَّلَاةِ and to establish the salah. So the prayer, the salah was inspired by Allah to all the prophets. Surah Al-Imran 3.96 it says إِنَّ وَلَبَيْتِمْ وُضِيَ لِلنَّاسِ لَلَّذِي بِبَكَّتَ 
Mubarakum wa hudal lil'alameen. The first house placed for people is that with Becca, a place of blessing and a guidance to, for all worlds. Now in this ayah you will note that Allah is describing the first house and that everybody here in the hall and all of us know this, which house we are talking about? Kaaba. The first house is Kaaba. This is the first house, place for mankind, it is a guidance and a blessing for all worlds. Mubarakam wa hudallil alameen. For all times, from all worlds, this is first house. So all mankind have to take guidance from the first house, from the Kaaba, from the Baytul Haram, from the Masjid Haram, the sacred mosque. How will you take guidance from the sacred mosque? Do you mean the building, the Kaaba, from the physical house? That you'll take guidance from there? Like the Dalikal Kitab, La Raiba Fi that this is a book does not have a doubt, a guidance to those who guard. You read an ayah, the kitab, it is referring to the book of Allah that it is a guidance for those who guard. Similarly, the first house is the guidance for the worlds. How will you take guidance from that place? I will tell you how. Al-Baqarah 2 and Ayah 144. فَوَلِّي وَجْهَكَ شَطْرَ الْمَسْجِدِ الْحَرَامِ وَحَيْدُ مَا كُنْتُمْ فَوَلُّوا وُجُوهَكُمْ شَطْرًا Without doubt we see the movements or turning of your face in the sky. So we will revert you to a Qibla, that is direction of belief, so that you will be pleased. So revert your face to the intersection portion of the sacred mosque. And from wherever you are, revert your faces to the intersection portion, portion of it. Now in this ayah, it is referred in Ibra- for Ibrahim Islam, all the messengers and to Muhammad, peace be upon him. That we see the turning of your face or the movements of your face in the sky. How a person moves his face in the sky. If I say to you, face towards the sky, towards, ilah. In Arabic, ilah means towards. If I ask you, you face your face, you face you, the sky, you look at the towards the sky, how will you look? Like this. Okay? Am I wrong? You look at this the sky, how will you look? You look at this or you look at this? Towards the sky. But if Allah says we see the movements, the turning of your face in the sky, it's a continuous movement, it's not fixed. If I am looking towards the sky, and looking downwards towards the sky and looking downwards will be like, well, I'm, I'm demonstrating this is very important. Because in the hadith and the tradition, the word here, it is referred as ilas sama. In the Quran is fis sama. So we must make Quran as the judge or the criteria to judge the hadith. Not that the, because it says ilas sama in hadith, towards the sky you put here ilas sama. It, you don't have to do this. It says in the sky, you write down in the sky. So if I say in the sky would be east and west. Meaning no direction. If I look at here like this would be yes, yes, this is no. If I look like this in the sky, meaning you are wandering, there is no particular direction. 
So why I'm emphasizing? Because the people are writing here that in the even the translation they say he was looking in the sky. He was not looking towards the sky. Kadnara takaluba wajika fissama. Fissama means in the sky. In the sky means we see the movements or the turning of your face in the sky, meaning east and west. So we revert you to a Qibla. Qibla means the direction of belief or the front. A Qibla, you will be pleased. What is that? So you revert yourself to the intersection or the half or the portion of the sacred mosque. So what is your direction of belief? Or what is your Qibla? Qibla means front or direction of belief. What is the direction or the front belief? What is your direction of belief? Qibla. Normally we think it's Kaaba. Normally. All the people here and generally it has become a norm that we are facing the Kaaba. Of course, how? You must understand. Here it says, we will revert you to a Qibla, meaning a direction of belief, Direction of belief that you will be pleased. Allah says that we will revert you to a qibla that you will be pleased. That will revert you to a direction of belief that you will be pleased. And what is that? Fawalli, revert yourself. Wajhaka, your face. Shatral masjid haram. And shatr means half. Portion. Intersection of the sacred mosque or the forbidden mosque. What is the sacred or forbidden mosque? It is the only mosque in the whole world which contains Kaaba in between. No? Sacred mosque contains what? The Kaaba. And all around, what is going on? The Salah, five times a day the Salah, the prayer, and the second thing is the tawaf. So let's say revert yourself to the intersection half of the portion of the sacred mosque. So in the sacred mosque is there are two things going on. In the, this is the only one mosque in the whole world which has Kaaba and has two things. Tawaf, continuous tawaf going on and the prayers. So half of that would be salah, the prayer. The other half you have to go there to perform Umrah and Hajj. So your Qibla is not the Kaaba. Your Qibla is the direction of belief is that you have to revert yourself to the intersection of the sacred mosque is half is the Salah, the prayer, prayer all over the world. You have to bring the Salah, the prayer in your lifestyle wherever you are living in the world. The prayer that is established there. We have brought the Salah, the prayer in all parts of the world half of the sacred mosque. Every mosque is a shatral masjid al-haram. It is the half or the portion of the sacred mosque. Every mosque. The other half, you don't have a Kaaba. You don't bring a Kaaba here. You have to go there. The, for the other half, to, to perform tawaf or an umrah or hajj, you have to go visit the Makkah. Further, in Surah Hajj 22 and Ayah 26. وَإِذْ بَوَّعَنَا لِإِبْرَاهِيمَ مَكَانَ الْبَيْتِ أَلَّا تُشْرِكْ بِشَيْئًا وَطَّهِرْ بَيْتِيَا لِلطَّائِفِينَ 
When we pointed out the place of the house to Ibrahim, that you do not associate anything with me, and purify my house for those who go round, those who go round, who stand, who bow and prostrate. Now can you see in the eyes two things going on? Look, Allah says we pointed to Ibrahim salam the place of the house. We pointed out the place of the house to Ibrahim said that you do not associate anything with me and purify my house. And وَالطَّهِرْ بَيْتِيَا وَالطَّهِرْ بَيْتِيَا Purify my house لِلطَّائِفِينَ Those people who are doing tawaf, who are going around the Kaaba. One act. The other is وَالْقَائِمِينَ They are standing. وَالْرُكُعْ They are doing ruku' bowing and sujood, prostration. Now can you see these two? The salah, qayam, ruku, sujood, qayam, ruku, sujood is prayer, the format. I am bringing the format to you of the salah. In the salah what you do? Qayam, ruku and sujood. We stand, we bow and prostrate. So this was pointed out to Ibrahim al-Islam that people are standing Bowing and prostrating, that is establishing the salah. The other is they are going around the Kaaba, tawaf. So half would be the salah. The other half you have to go there and perform. So, but Allah says that you purify my house. Antahira baitiya. That means people still yet today, their, their concept of the house is not purified. The house of Allah. In their, in their minds, there are 600 and 360 idols in the house of God. First, first mistake. Second mistake, you are not facing the Kaaba only. You are a half of the sacred mosque. Today you come to know. The other half for Tawaf and Umrah, you have to go. You are practicing the same thing, but you are confirming from the ayats. Almost everybody does that. You establishing the Salat prayer all over the world. It is the half of the sacred mosque. For Salah, you are practicing the same thing. But if for Umrah and Hajj, you have to go there. So it mentions, وَالطَّهِرْ بَيْتِيَا لِلطَّائِفِينَ وَالْعَاكِفِينَ وَالْقَائِمِينَ وَالْرُقَعِ سُجُودِ Tawaf is there, going round is there, going the round of the house of there. The people are standing and bowing and prostrating. Now, Allah pointed out for Ibrahim al-Islam, these people were doing there this act. People were performing that. This thing. They were going around the Kaaba. They were standing and bowing and prostrating. Allah asked Ibrahim, pointed out Ibrahim said that you purify my house for these people who are doing this, who are doing tawaf, who are standing and bowing and prostrating. You purify my house. So that means Allah house was there and qayam, ruku and sujood was going on. The standing and bowing and prostrating, the salah was being established. Now what the same thing Ibrahim al-Islam says when he is leaving from this world or he was uh, he says in Surah Al Ibrahim 1437. Rabbana I have settled from my offspring within the valley which is without cultivation, near your sacred house, O our Lord. 
so that they establish the salah, the prayer. So make the hearts of the people desirable towards them and give them sustenance from the fruits so that they may be thankful. In this ayah, if you note that Ibrahim salam was, before I read an ayah, was Ibrahim Allah pointed the, the place of house to Ibrahim salam. Now Ibrahim salam is saying that, Oh my Lord, surely I have settled my offsprings near your sacred house so that they establish the salah. So that Qayyam Ruku Sujood that was pointed to him, he says to that is Salah, the prayer. You must listen to me very carefully. You see, in the previous ayat, Ibrahim salam, Allah pointed to him, was standing, bowing and prostrating of the people. When he is leaving, he is saying to the Allah, O oh our Lord, you have, I have settled from my offsprings, with the valley which is without cultivation near your sacred house so that they establish the salah. So salah is a part of qayyam. It contains standing, bowing and prostrating. From the ayahs he says that they establish the salah. The rest is tawaf. I told you. So he, he used this thing near your house. I'm settling down my offspring so they, they establish the salah, the prayer. So all we are getting is the focus is the Kaaba. The center point is there. Surah Al-Imran 397 397 In it are clear ayahs signs the standing position of Ibrahim. Whoever enters in it attains security. And for Allah is pilgrimage of the house on the people, those who can afford the journey to it. And if anyone rejects, rejects, so surely Allah is not needful from the worlds. In this ayah, I'm just making a point that in the house of Allah, when, the, the, when Allah pointed out to Ibrahim al-Islam, the place of the house, he mentioned that you purify my house for those who are going around, tawaf, and they were standing and bowing and prostrating. So then he said, Oh Allah, I am settling my offsprings near your sacred house, so they established the salah. So Allah gave him a, an honor. Allah gave Ibrahim al-Islam an honor as Muqami Ibrahim. Fihi ayatum bayinatum Muqami Ibrahim in the house of Allah. In the house of Allah, Allah gave Ibrahim al-Islam and honor the standing position of Ibrahim al-Islam. So that standing position of Ibrahim al-Islam is referred in the Quran. He is the Imam, that is the honor in the house of Allah. Where the Imam stands and leads the prayer is Muqam Ibrahim, is the standing position of Ibrahim. So that Imam, the leader where he prays is the is the Maqam Ibrahim. So now Surah Baqarah 2 and Ayah 125. And when we made the house a place of reward and safety for people, and you take the place of Salah, the prayer, 
from the standing position of Ibrahim. And we covenanted with Ibrahim and Ismail that they should purify my house for those who go around and use as etika for retreat and for those who bow prostrate. Now in this ayah, our main emphasizes وَاتَّخِذُوا مِن مَقَامِ إِبْرَاهِيمَ مُصَلَّى And you take the place of salah prayer from the standing position of Ibrahim. So what I was referring to, now you have to take, you people, all of us have to take the salah from the standing position of Ibrahim. So do you find that first tool from there you will take your salah? Hello? وَاتَّخِذُوا مِن مَقَامِ إِبْرَاهِيمَ مُصَلَّى وَاتَّخِذُوا means you take. مِن مَقَام means the standing position, the station, the status. From the standing position of Ibrahim, your salah. Musalla means the place of prayer. This musalla. So we know for sure that the imam that leads prayer is the standing position of Ibrahim. So from that position of Ibrahim, you take your salah, wherever you are in the world. So now you know the format, how you get the format. Allah did not say you find books and find out how the salah is being ordered. The salah is ordained in the house of God and the standing of position of Ibrahim is ordained in the house of Allah. So everybody all over the world have to take the half the sacred mosque from the sacred mosque intersection is that is the salah. From the standing position of Ibrahim, from the status and honor that the imam leads to prayer. I am not following the imam. He may have some wrong. We are not talking about the concepts of imam. What concepts is a shafi or what you humbly what you call. No. The format of the salah. We have to take the format. It is the whole. In one word he gave the whole full status. The timings. You see everything is in one word. Musalla. Musalla means place of prayer. Musalla means place of faith. So you take your salah from where? From the musalla of Ibrahim. The standing maqam Ibrahim. So Imam is leading where Imam is praying in the Masjid Haram, the sacred mosque. You have to take your salah from there. So if we call them wrong, you are wrong. Now the same after Ibrahim Islam in Surah Yunus 10 and 87 ayat وَأَوْحَيْنَا إِلَىٰ مُوسَىٰ وَأَخِيهِ أَن تَبَوَّعَا لِقَوْمِكُمَا بِمِصْرَ بُيُوتًا وَجْعَلُوا بُيُوتَكُمْ قِبْلَةً وَأَقِيمُوا الصَّلَاةِ وَبَرْشِ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ And we inspired to Musa, Moses and his brother that you point out houses for your people in Egypt and make your houses a qibla that is the intersection of the sacred mosque and establish salah prayer and give good news to the believers. Now in this ayah Allah says we inspired Musa and Harun, his brother, that you pointed out, he pointed out the house for, for the people in Egypt, that they make their house a qibla. How you can make a house a qibla? Qibla I told you means a direction of belief. And if you make a house a qibla means the front should, point, front should be facing the Kaaba. Because in the sacred mosque, people are facing the Kaaba. In the sacred mosque, people are praying and all around are facing the Kaaba. 
So, it is not what we are becoming a half of the sacred mosque, but our houses are facing the Kaaba, making the Qibla. So, every mosque and in the Misr, Allah says to Musa Salam and his brother that he pointed out, uh, you pointed a house for your people in Egypt and make your houses a Qibla. Because Firon was ruling, Firon was in power, so it was difficult to establish or have mosque at that time. So Allah ordained that in the Egypt where Firon was the ruler, so you make your houses a Qibla. That means you can establish the Salah, the prayer in your houses. In your houses. And it was an awhayna means we inspired. Ila Musa Wahi. Is a Musa Islam and his brother Antabawa li kaumikuma bi misra buyutam wajalu buyutakum tibla. We aspire to Musa, Moses, and his brother that you point out houses for your people in Egypt and make your houses a tibla. So you can establish salah in your house if it is required so. Whether if you are living in international war, international countries where you don't find a mosque nearby, it is not necessary you have to go to the mosque. It all depends upon the situation. So Allah inspired Musa and his brother to make your houses a qibla and establish the salah. Make your houses a qibla means, means that the, 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 the house front was facing the Kaaba. And they were establishing the salah. And still today, if you are living in a country and there is mosques are very far off, mosques should be built. I am not denying this. In every parts of the world there should be mosques. But if you are supposed in a country where people are forcing you not to build any mosque, not to have azans, not to have the... Why? You don't have to be mischief. You can establish yourself in your house. And this was inspired to Musa the messenger. Harun al-Islam the messenger. And you must understand Salah is just a communication between God Almighty, Quran, you're reading the ayats, and the messenger. You are just repeating that. Your Salah should be accepted the nearness of Allah when you understand what is being revealed to Musa Salam and you believe in it. Or what is being revealed to Musa Salam and his brother. That you pointed out, you, the houses are also for, uh, to, for establishing the prayer. So nowadays people say you can't establish the salah in the house. Why can't, why can't we? We can. If the situation arises, we can establish the salah in, the, in your house with your family members. So it is there mentioned. Now you, about the mosque also, the same Surah Surah Seven Twenty Nine. Say, my Lord has ordered with justice and that you establish your faces in salah prayer near every mosque and call him, making the judgment exclusively for him as he originated you, so you will come back. So in this ayah, it simply means that Allah has ordered with justice that you establish your wuju or your, your, your personalities, referring to mankind, believers, and establish the salah near the in the in the in the, in the kulli mosque, every mosque. So now the mosque is also mentioned in the Quran, and all the mosques are facing the their qibla is facing the sacred mosque. 
And even if you, if you are establishing the Salah in your house, the Qibla should be facing the sacred mosque, the, the, the physical structure. And what we are doing, we are establishing the Salah only here. We are not doing Tawaf here. Only the half of the sacred mosque. 9, 18 and 17. First I will read the 18. man amana Surely the mosques of Allah is visited by the one who believes with Allah and the last day and who established the salah, the prayer, who gives zakah justification, who fear none except Allah. So it may be that they will be among those who are guided. Now in this ayah, I just want to establish one point that there are mosques in the world. All over the world, the masjid, the mosques are facing the sacred mosque, the Kaaba, number one. And these are the people who are, who are making these mosques. There are people who, Allah says, who believe with Allah. And the last day, they are spending their lives in the mosque. And they are establishing the salah, the prayer. And they do not fear anyone except Allah. And and these are the people who are guided. So we, we, we can, for surety, there are people in the whole world that the mosques are being established by the believers. They spend their lives in the mosque and they establish the salah, the prayer. No problem with it. But there are other types of people I told you that mentioned in the following ayat is, مَا كَانَ لِلْمُشْرِكِينَ أَنْ يَعْمُرُوا مَسَاجِدَ اللَّهِ شَاهِدِينَ عَلَىٰ عَنْفُسِمْ بِالْكُفُرِ أُولَيْكَ حَبِتَتْ أَعْمَالُهُمْ it is not for the mushriks or the associates who associates with Allah that they visit the mosque of Allah. They are witness over their self-soul psyche with rejection. They are those whose works have failed and they will be in the fire forever. So in the mosque there are two types of people. People are spending their time in the mosque the next type of people are the mushrik who associates with Allah. And believe me, you must understand mushriks are not the Hindus or the Christians. You see, this is a very amazing thing. People have labeled everybody, these Hindus are the mushriks, the Christians are the mushriks. What about us? If I believe in the ayat, if I understand the ayat, I believe that. And at the same time, I believe my learned peoples. What they say, whether is in contradiction to the ayat. So this is known as believing in Allah's Allah, and at the same time, somebody else's ideas. So you are a mushrik, you are assorting with Allah's words. You cannot associate anything with Allah. Anything means not with the word Allah, what he says in the ayat. If you are source, in, like for example, I am saying, saying something. You listen to my words and you repeat my words and at the same time you associate your concept and associate in my words. Will be shirk, association in my word. Similarly, Allah is saying in the ayah something and you remain there, you listen to that and you agree to that. Yes, this is alright, but this is also right. So that association is a mushrik. So even Allah said they are spending their life in their mosque and their, their works will be wasted because they are 
agreeing to the Allah's ayahs, meaning Allah, they are saying this, Allah says this right, this right, we, we should take the, the prayer from the standing position of Ibrahim, but their salat is different. So they are spending their life in the mosque, they remain like that, they don't change. So what Allah says in Surah Anfal 8 and 34 and 35. In and what is for them that Allah should not punish them and that they are in opposition about the sacred mosque and they are not its protectors the protectors are none except the guarded ones but majority of them do not have knowledge their salah prayer near the house is nothing except whistling and clapping so you taste the punishment with what you reject now my question is to whom Allah is speaking like this who are those who are in opposition of the sacred mosque are we opposition of the sacred mosque the, the physical structure or the establishment of salah that is being established in the house of Allah so Allah says your salah near the house when you go there you have your own way of doing it. It's whistling and slapping, clapping of hands in the nearness of Allah. If you're not going to practice the salah as ordained by Allah in the sacred mosque, the imam stands and pray. If you do not take the format, that format, the other formats are like whistling and clapping of hands in the nearness of house of Allah. Not me saying it's in there. And he said, why will he not punish you? Why? Allah said, what is for them that Allah should not punish them? They are not the, they are in the opposition of the sacred mosque. They are in opposition of the sacred mosque. They are not the protectors. In And the mutaqeen or the awliya, the protestors are the taqwa who guard. And most of it, and the majority of the people do not know that the guardians or the protectors of the sacred mosque are those people who are established in the same practice salah they are going on. Who are not making any difference. If you make a difference, you are in opposition. And he says, And your prayer near the house, your prayer who goes there and establishes his way of style, your style, your imam leader told you, is telling you your salah near the house is illa mukam wa tasdiyah. It is not that in the ancient time, people, you know, people put these eyes in the back at that time. No, now. So Allah says for Ibrahim al-Islam, You purify my house for them who are standing, who are bowing, who are prostrating. They're in their mind, the house of Allah and the sacred mosque is not purified because they think that is wrong, they are right, they are wrong, we are right. Living here, then you are talking about that. I am not telling, believe me, remember my words, I am not framing the Arabs. I am not talking about the Arabs. If you think like that, take out this in your mind. I am referring to the ayahs and ayahs says this. So you have to follow the ayahs, not the Arabs. Remember, I am not favoring the Arabs. There are Arabs like us, human beings. They can do mistakes, that's not a problem. But we are talking about the formats that's in the Quranic ayahs I have read 
And in the ayahs, Allah is pointed to the sacred mosque, the Imam, the leader is Ibrahim al-Islam. So we are talking about the ayahs, not the Arabs. Now we come to Al-Baqarah 2 and Ayah 150. Page 20. haram and from wherever you come out, from any religion, any faith, so revert yourself to the intersection, half portion of the sacred mosque. And wherever you are, so revert yourself to its intersection portion, there would be no dispute over you from the people except who are oppressors from them so fear them not but fear me and that I may complete my favors on you that you may be guided in this ayat you say Allah explains to you wherever in the world you come out or from any faith you come out you revert yourself to the intersection half of the sacred mosque that's your qibla direction of belief kawalli wajaka Shatral Masjid Haram and the half of the sacred mosque is what Takhidu Mim Maqami Ibrahim Musallah. You take from the place of the standing position of Ibrahim your salah. That's your qibla. Fawali Wajaka Shatral Masjid Haram. You become half, take the position from Shatral means the half of the portion of the sacred mosque. That's your qibla. Wahaidu Makuntum Fawalu Wuju Okum Shatra. From wherever you come out. You revert yourself to this intersection. So why he said, So that there is no dispute over the people. So if you, if you, if I, if I establishes my press uh, format from the Imam, the standing position of Ibrahim, so I am following the Quranic ayats. If you do not follow that, Allah said there is no dispute, you, there will be no dispute over the people over you. If he says, Allah yakuna linnasi alaykum hujja. So Allah said, revert yourself to his intersection portion, there would be no dispute over you from the people. Because all of the people in their hearts have got high uh, standard for Allah's house, for Kaaba, for Masjid al-Haram. So if you are taking the standing position from the standing position of Ibrahim, the Salah perform, so no problem. But Allah said, there are people except for those who are oppressors amongst them. They will stick by to the same prayer, the same standard. So Allah said, except from the oppressors from them, so fear them not. Do not fear them. But fear me, that I may complete my favors on you, so that you may be guided. So, brother, ladies and gentlemen, it is up to us. We have or the IS as a proof to take your salah from the standing position of Ibrahim. That is the format. Now we have to see the timings. First, you must understand that the Kaaba or the Mecca is almost the center of the world. If you know or you don't know. So the day and night, you see the, the earth is divided to latitudes and longitudes. So latitudes like this, and in traveling, you have to know these latitudes long. I'm just telling you this so that you may understand that on, in traveling in the world, we have to know these, these are by this latitude longest cross, you make position and travel, traveling in the world. You have to know the p- positions. So now this latitude, the earth, uh, the, the Makkah is almost the center where night and day, 
is almost 12 uh, hours night and 12 hours day in a 24 hours. The 24 hours is divided into night and day, right? 24 hours is equal to one day. When we say one day, it means night and a day. So now we have to know the timings of the Salah prayer. Surah Nisa 4103. So when you complete the shortened Salah prayer, then remember Allah is standing and sitting and on your sides. When you are in tranquility, then establish the Salah prayer. Surely the Salah prayer timings are written over the believers. So Allah says in this whole ayat, I'm just making a point, the Salah, the prayer timings are written over the believers. So, you know, the prayer timings are written over the believers. When the, the Fajr timing and the Zohar timing and the Asa timing, the Maghrib and Isha five times a day in the sacred mosque. So the difference is only 12 hours day and 12 hours night, except 10 minutes in a year. So it is almost 12 hours day and 12 hours night. But what I am trying to say, Allah said the believers know the timing is written over them. So I already explained to you the time is within, timing is within us. The clock is within us. Now for the timing of the Salah prayer is written on us. The believers know this. How we will know? First of all, I will explain from the Quranic ayahs the descriptive timings. The descriptive timing of the Salah, the prayer. It doesn't say the word Salah. But there are certain words which describes the environment of the day and night. We have to understand by ourselves. So if you open the next page and At-Takweer 81 Surah and 18 Ayat was Subhi Ida Tanafas and meaning is by the morning when it breathes. I'm just reading first and then we'll analyze. Al-Fajr, Wal-Fajr, by the day when it breaks. Al-Layl Surah 92 and Ayah 2. tajalla, by the day when it shines. Then in Surah 103, Al-Asr, Wal-Asr, by the sunshine when it squeezes. Al-Layl 92, one ayat. Wal-Layli ida yaksha. By the night when it envelops. Wal-Layli ida saja. By the night when it darkens. Al-Mudassir 74, ayat. By the night when it retreats. Now I will explain to you. These are the just words describing the environment. It is telling you this all. For example, first, Surah At-Takweer. وَالصُّبْحِ إِذَا تَنَفَّسْ That's all. This is an ayat, complete ayat. It, it means is by the morning when it breathes. What happened? <laughs> when the morning it breathes. That's all. What do you understand? Okay. No, don't understand. Fajr. By the day when it breaks. No understanding. That's ayat, complete ayat. I'm talking about these are complete ayats. So, well, Fajr, by the day when it breaks. 
so people on us to us the on on the believer the 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 timings is written the quran says the timings of the prayers are written on the believers so he when he read this i identifies there's the time of fajr prayers this is the time of zohar prayers you understand what i'm saying it only says was subh idha tanaffas it says when the morning when it breathes and what do you do in the morning early morning what do you do the first thing you have to do is fajr prayers for the believer it is written down so it, it, by describing it is a descriptive timings you understand because the on the believers the timings are written so you know when you read this aya was subh was subh that there is not any other explanation by mankind i have not come across by any scholar to explain to you what does it mean by the morning when it it breaks by the day when it breaks by the day when it shines what to me it is clear it is describing the timings of the prayer written on the believers they know fajr means what fajr if i use the word fajr what comes in your mind i'm asking you believe me i'm asking you what if i say fajr what comes in your mind but when you see wal fajr you can't understand this we says only ayat wal fajr when allah say by the fajr means by the day breaks so when you can't understand is fajr prayers why are you i mean why can't people understand when i am saying this okay you explain to what does mean wal fajr no explanation when i am explaining you 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 must understand listen to it very carefully wal fajr it comes what comes in your mind is prayer fajr prayers so i i am just telling you it is written on the believers so if you it is written on your believers you must identify the timings descriptive timings by allah in his ayat so when he is describing you must understand this is the descriptive timings of the prayer then it says wan nahar daylight ida tajalla when the day when it shines that is zohar prayer so i have written down fajr prayer this is uh, fajr prayer then zohar prayer wal asr you ask any person asr what do you understand by asr if i say asr what comes in your mind asr prayers so when allah say wal asr so people are looking as if uh, and they have, they have translated so many different wal asr you know in in arbi in asr means to squeeze squeezes so when the sun shines squeeze because we are praying by the timing of the sun remember this by the movement of the sun the prayers are divided by the timing of sun and the sun clock is in our psyche also but there is another timings of the month of ramadan and the months of the hajj they are the by the lunar lunar months and that is mentioned in the quran as 12 months in the quran 12 months is mentioned for the hajj and ramadan but for the prayer it is solar system and i will explain to you how so allah says in awal asr when the sun shine squeezes is asr prayers wal layli da yaksha and then the moment night envelops is maghrib prayers wal duha wal layli da saja when it the night starts to darken is isha prayers wal layli da adwar when the night start changing is is tahajjud prayer these are the timings as uh, descriptive timings by the environment by the environment you can come to know this these are the timings of prayers that that atmosphere when the early morning before the sunrise you can understand that's fajr 
when it is the night, like Zohar, the sun shines to extreme, you can all understand this. Now, why I was saying it's by sun now, Allah explains Surah Al-Hud, Surah Hud 11 and I, 114, وَقِيمِ الصَّلَاةَ طَرَفَيِّ النَّهَارِ وَزُلْفٌ مِّنَ اللَّيْلِ إِنَّ الْحَسَنَاتِ يُذْهِبْنَ سَيِّعَاتِ ذَلِكَ ذِكْرَ لِلْذَاكِرِينَ And establish Salah prayer in the two extremities of the day, and from the night, surely the goodness takes away the badness, that is the remembrance from those who remember. Now, you must understand what is a Nahar is day and Layl is, is night. So, in this ayah, Allah says, Aqimi salata tarafayin Nahar. Establish the salah prayer at the two extremities. In Arabic, it's two. Tarafayin Nahar means the two extremes of the day. Was zulfum min al-layl and from the portions or the, or, the, or the nearness of the night. Advance or nearness of the night. Now, in the Arabic Nahar, you must understand the difference between Nahar and Layl. Nahar is not 24 hours day. Nahar is daylight. And Layl is night. You understand what I'm saying? After Maghrib, night begins. Okay, and before, uh, after Fajr, the day breaks. So the day, two extremes of the day, day would be what? Because Zohra says both are daylight. You must understand what I am saying. You can't say Fajr because it is before sunrise. Fajr does, we have to pray before the sunrise. So it is a night prayer. So that cannot be daylight. It says Tarafin Nahar, Nahar is daylight. So in the two extremes of the daylight would be Zohra Sar. So they are both daylight. And in the portion of the night, Wazulfum in a layl would be Fajr, oh sorry, Maghrib, Isha, and Fajr. You follow what I'm saying? You must understand because Allah is not giving you this, this much, this is explaining you how to understand. So because the solar system we are we are trying to follow. The, the, the five times of prayer, the prayers that are established in the sacred mosque five times. So that becomes the center. And how Today also we, in any parts of the world, from there you calculate the altitude and the latitude and longitude, that's the direction. I will explain. Further you see further. In Surah Tahar 20, 130 ayat. So you be patient over what they say and glorify with the praises of your Lord before the rising of the sun and before its setting and from the parts of the night. So glorify at the extremities of the day so that you will be pleased. Now if you look in this ayat, it says, فَاسْبِرْ عَلَى مَا يَقُولُونَ Have patience of over what they say. وَسَبِّ بِحَمْدِ رَبِّكَ and glorify and praise your Lord. Qabla shams. Hello. Qabla shams. Before the sun rise. What is, what is that period? No. Before, before the rising of the sun. What is darkness or light? Light. No, no. no not, I'm not asking timings. If there is no sunrise. What is that? Light. 
night, before the sun is rising now, it's night. Until the sun rises, it's daylight. Before the rising of the sunlight, it's night. So it says, Qabla Tulusham, that means the whole sister is night. From sunset and onwards, before rising, is night. And further it says, Wa Qabla Before its sunset is Nahar, there. Why I'm saying that you, you read further, in the further you'll have these two things. One, it says, Qabla Tulusham is night. Wa Qabla Gurubiha is day. Is that understood? Now you read further. Wamin anai layl. Now in the portions of the night. Wasabiwatrafinar and the extremities in plural. More than three. In daytime. In daylight. Before it was two. Now here is more than two, three. How is it possible that there are three daylights? Sorry, more than three. Uh, day day have you heard this before that there is day is so long you know everybody knows do you know ask questions they say well, how will we pray when there is six months daylight have you heard this before six months daylight in north pole and in south pole or south pole there are six, six, six uh, months night night you see there if you go to higher latitudes or, or, or uh, south of the hemisphere or the northern hemisphere, there are times where there is a continuous daylight. You see, you must understand how the sun moves. You see, we are living in a, in a country where the sun rises, for example, suppose like this from east. So, you see, look at my hands, please. You see, you, you see the rising point, if you suppose the sun has risen, you can see the sun like this. I see the sun like this. And the sun rises like this, Right? It comes like this on my top. So if I, if that in, in the northern hemisphere, it will go like this. You know, like this. Here. Can, can, can my hands be seen on the camera? Yes. Huh? Okay. <laughs> okay. It goes like this, like this. This is 12 o'clock. This is 12 o'clock. This is 6 o'clock. Both the sun. The same time in, in our country, Sun is going on the on, the, on your on the meridian north, but it will go like this, like this, in the northern hemisphere where there is no sunset. And when it comes like this, it comes behind my back. When sun setting, it will move like this and it will come there. It will join there, and this will go down. It will come back here and it will come back again like this. So that means the sun is moving like this all the time. So six o'clock like this. What would be morning, afternoon, evening, and then setting there, and Isha. So all these are extremities of the day. What Allah says here, Fasabi watrafin nahar, mean in the daylight, you establish five times a prayer. You are going by the clock of the sun. You are not going by the day. It also says atrafin nahar, more than two and three. So atrafi here is used plural. So people could not understand. So I am telling you, Allah is explained all time, everywhere you can establish the salah. Five times a day, all the five day prayers and all the five night prayers. Because before he says, Qabla Shams is night continuous. So he says, Vamin Anai Layl. In the portions of the nights. Then he says, Qabla Gurubiha, 
it referred to fasabi wataf in nahar is daylight you look in the ayas first talking about night before the rising of the sun is night then it describes the portions of the night plural and then it says atraf in nahar it refers to before setting wa qabla ghurubiya so it all the five time praise of daylight would be five times day fajr zohar asar maghrib isha that is going by the clock or by the sun movements so but in general where not where where the timings of the sun is like half night and half day or night and day it is also mentioned in the quran and it is also mentioned where there is all day night or all six months night still you can establish five times of day prayers or five time night prayers so it is like this so here it also al isra 17 78 79 these are sub all uh, timing of prayers aqim as salat al idluq al shamsi la ghasaq al layl wa quran al fajr inna quran al fajr kana mashuda and further says wa min al layl fa tahajjad bihi nafilat lak asa an yab'athaka rabbuka maqaman mahmuda establish salah prayer by the sun's declining to the darkening of the night and the reading of the dawn surely the reading of the dawn is witness and from the night then tahajjud that is to be visioned with it an additional optional for you so it may be that your lord will appoint you to a standing position of praise now if you look at this is again it is mentioning about the i told you by the the prayers the prayers or the salah is taken by the sun movements it says look liduluk shamsi lagasak illai establish salah by the sun's declination means by the sun's movement but the the the, the the ramadan and the hajj months are by the lunar moon so we muslims are following both both the systems solar system for the salah prayers and lunar system for months of ramadan and hajj months so it is mentioned here is is this only mentioned that you salah establish salah from the declination of the sun explaining you by the declination of the sun and now it says and reading of the dawn that is fajr salah solely the reading of dawn is witness so what is the best time if somebody asks you what is the best time to read the quran one is the after isha prayers in the night and the other is this first first prayer, fajr to to the in surah muzammil there's another ayah which is mentioned in the in the, in the night after isha prayers and this is the fajr why because we, when you go to sleep and once you get up in the morning your mind is fresh and healthy everybody knows this so it's better and it's good for reading the quran and with understand to understand it that's the best time and that that reading is allah says witnessed tahajjud also i explained to you the the, the, the tahajjud be vigilant the tahajjud is uh, i've already explained the, the word the tahajjud is be vigilant meaning the the in the masjid around the sacred mosque they have the azan for the tahajjud and it is after midnight i i read an ayah which means that when the night changes retreats means after 12 o'clock before before the fajr prayers and after midnight is tahajjud prayers so in the in the sacred mosque there is azan but they don't pray together they pray separately 
So same here in Pakistan or any part of the world, if you are, if you get, you are awaking, that's not necessary that you have to sleep and get up. If you are awakened, you are vigilant, you can pray or you are, if you get up, also both ways you have, can have tahajjud. But this is the additional optional prayer. It is not first and ordained. Now comes the, the wuzu part. In this ayah, you will find out uh, the physical and psychological both purification in this ayah. Ya yulladheena amunu idha qumtum ila salati faghsilu wujuhakum wa aidiyakum ila al-marafiq wa amsa'u bi ru'usikum wa arjulakum ila al-ka'bayn wa in kuntum junuban fattaharu wa in kuntum marza aw ala safarin aw jaa'a ahadun minkum min al-ghayth aw lamastumun nisaa falam tajidu ma'an fatayammamu sa'idan tayyiban famsahu bi wujuhikum wa aidukum minhu ma yuridu Allahu liyaj'ala alaykum min haraj ولكن يريد ليطهركم وليتم نعمته عليكم لعلكم تشكرون Oh you believe when you stand for salah prayer wash your faces and your hands to elbows and rub your heads and wash your feet to the ankles and if you are in the state of a stranger physically and psychologically so purify yourselves and if you are ill or on a journey or one of you come out from the offices of nature or you have been in contact with women, then you do not find water. So take yourselves good high land. Then rub your faces and your hands from it. Allah does not intend to put on you from any difficulty, but he intends for you to purify and to complete his favor on you so that you may be thankful. Now, very important to note, you see, we, we see the practice, the sunnah of this happening is going on. You see, uh, it says, I will just demonstrate very quickly, look at me very carefully. It says, wash, it says, Ya Whenever you stand for prayer, the prayer salah we are talking about. So you have to be physically and psychology be cleansed. First, I will describe the physical cleaning is washing of your uh, by water. What do you do? You wash your face. You see, you must understand the difference between the masaha to rub, to massage and wash. And people do practice like this, but they don't get it. You see, you, when you open the tap of the water, the water is falling like this. So you, first you wash your hands. Okay? First wash. You don't have to, if, if this water is like this, if I do like this, this is rubbing. This is massage. So that's not allowed. Washing is that you take the water and you, like this, you know you people do like this. First you have to do it on your, on your mouth because in the face mouth comes. So in the mouth you do three times. That's the sunnah. And then you in the nose you do it. It's a, it's a part of the face. Because the people talk like foolish things to me. You see, it, does it say mouth? Does it say a nose? So do you, I, I said, do you have a face without a mouth and a nose? People talk like this. So I am telling you, okay, you do three times this. But you must understand, you can't rub. You do this and you throw the water. Then you, in, the, in the nose also, you put the nose water into it. You can't do like this and do, don't do this. Just 
put in your and throw it back. Believe me, listen to me. And once you're doing with water the face, you do like this. This is washing. This is washing. This is rubbing. This is not allowed. So if you look, people, you know, take the hands and do it like this. They put hands forward and doing like this. Have you seen this? Have you, why we are doing this like this? Because we are washing. We are not rubbing. So you remember this. You have to wash means that you just just under this water. Let the water fall in. If there's something missing, put the water on it. Don't rub it. Only the head is to be massaged. Here you massage. You take water and you throw it. You know, you do like this. So you are massaging. Similarly, your foot also. Washing. The foot is like this. You put it and you washing. Don't massage. Not allowed. Only wash. You understand? Or if there is a dirt there, so you do it and you do massage everything you clean, then do again wuzu. For wuzu, you don't have to do this. Remember this. There is a difference between masaha and faksilu. So Allah has said, asked, uh, ordered us to wash our hands till the elbows. So we wash, we wash. The face also wash. The sven, this is all washed. But for the head you have to massage. Here you can do rub, whatever, how much you want to rub. As much as you can. But not the feet also. Feet also you wash. So this is first five of the portion. Now further he says, in kuntum junuban. Now junuban uh, comes from the word jan, jambi, janava, which means two meanings in physical and psychological. First of all, it's a stranger. Physically, a stranger, a person who is strange to all these things. Psychologically, I'm talking about. And the other is the people have related to sexual, sexual, because you become strange after having sexual relation. You have to take a bath. So how do you take a bath? Hmm? So now they say, no, you have to sit like this, left and right and this. No, 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 take a bath. The whole body you have to take a bath. And the bath is, the, you don't have to rub. Again, take a bath. You understand bath? Oh, you see, in the Quran, there's an ayat. You can write down this reference. You write down in Surah uh, Anfal 8 and 11. I'm just giving you in my own, in my own meaning. It says, When you nazilu alaykum minas samai man, we reveal over you from the sky water liyutahirakum so that you purify yourself. Okay, you are purified. I'm just giving a portion of eye. This is not the whole eye. So when you see the rain comes out, rain, you, you stand in the rain. How the rain is? You know how the rain comes? Should I explain you this? Like a shower. So shower is a copycat of the original rain of Allah. So likewise, you stand in the shower, take a bath. You don't have to do this, but for prayer you have to do that. You must understand. For your purification, you take a bath. Now if you want to establish salah prayer, you again have to do the, the wuzu. Taking a bath is different. It's purifying your physical body and psychologically. After you are in a stranger position. And by the way, junub is also for women having menstruation period. They are also in junub. 
wet dreams or in menstruation, they are all in junub. For this ayat, it says, So if you are in the state of junabat, meaning if you are in changing position, strange position, you have to take a bath and I, for, you have to purify yourself. So how you purify, explain to you by, by taking a bath. Physically explained to you, psychology explained to you. Now it says, وَإِن كُنْتُمْ مَرْزَا أَوْ عَلَىٰ سَفَرٍ أَوْ جَاعَهَدِمْ مِنْكُمْ مِنَ الْغَائِتِ أَوْ لَا مَسْتُمُ النِّسَا There are three, four conditions. And you don't seek water, then you فَتَيَمَمُ سَعِيدًا طَيِّبًا Then you do تَهْمُوم or that is famous like word تَهْمُوم So you take yourself good highland. Now you must understand for تَهْمُوم also, you don't have to take the mud from the ground. There are dust particles in the air, first of all. In Arabic says, in the, in the Arabic it is, the, uh, the word is Sa'idan, Sa'idan Tayyiban. Sa'idan means higher, above, higher above. Like, like there is another ayat, you can wrote, note down the 35 is Surah 10 ayat. You can note down the reference 35, 10. Allah's words towards him, they move, mount up good. So it is a high ground. So the, when you have to do tayyumum, you don't have to take the sand on, from the ground, from a high place. From the atmosphere, there are dust particles, or from high place, dust of, from the high. Remember this. So some people are taking from the ground. No. They're specific, no, not from the ground. Any, any ground is not good. It should be from the high, high place for Taimun. And remember, it has to be Masah. And Masah is for, for rub your faces. You take this, this uh, from the high ground, I take this dust particle. I take it. So now what I do, I rub. Masah famso bivujuikum. Now I'm doing massage. With this, not from the ground, from the above. And and your hands. Would you can your hand, but that's all. You don't have to do this and then you do this. You don't have to fit nothing, only two things. That is complete. For for Taimu, you have to do massage on your face and your hands. Not even till here. You understand? Simple. So and then further it says Allah does not intend to put you from any difficulty but intends you for you to purify and to complete his favor on you so that you may be thankful. It is not putting you in difficulty. Now you must understand, you have to identify your sickness. If you are a sick person and you cannot use water or if you are that kind of a sick person that you can use water, then you will do this wuzu. You have to identify or your doctor will identify, you know for yourself. Similarly, in a suffer, on a traveling, a journey, you have to identify yourself that I am in that state of a journey or on that journey I have to do wuzu or I have to do this temu. It all depends. Establishing the salah we are talking about. You understand? So these are the conditions. Now there is another ayat which tells you in Surah 4 and Ayah 43, similar ayat, but it as you psychological, this was physical and psychological, again psychological purification also mentioned the Quranic guide. Surah Nisa 4 and Ayah 43. Ya yulladheena amunu la taqrubu salah wa antum sukara hatta ta'alamu ma taqulun 
ولا جنوباً إلا عبري سبيل حتى تغتسلوا وإن كنتم مرضى ولا سفر أو جاء أحد منكم من الغائط أو لامستم النساء فلن تجدوا مان فتيمموا سعيداً طيباً فامسحوا بوجوهكم وأيديكم إن الله كان عفواً غفوراً Oh, you believe, do not come near to salah prayer when you are intoxicated until you know what you are saying. Nor in a state of a stranger, physically or psychologically, except you are crossing of the way. You are a crosser of the way. Until you wash yourselves. And if you are ill or on a journey or one of you come from the offices of nature or you have been in contact with women, so you do not find water, then take for yourself good high land, then rub your faces and your hands. Surely Allah is pardoning and forgiving. You see, in this ayah, previously ayah was, was talking about the uh, washing, the wuzu. This, in this ayah is telling you, you do not go near the prayer. Ya amun la salata wa antum sukara hatta ta'alamu ma taqulun. It, you see, this, this, this I will explain to you, but people have been saying to me, whether you are dying, whether you are in critical bad situation, you have to establish the Salah prayer. Here Allah is asking you not to establish the Salah prayer in the conditions laid down. First condition, we start with the first condition. Ya amu la salah wa antum sukara hatta this is the first condition. Meaning, you, oh, you believe, do not come near to Salah prayer when your, your mind is intoxicated. Meaning, you are intoxicated from any drug or your mind is not upright. So, until you explain, Sukara means until you know what you are saying. You understand what you are saying in the prayer. You know what you are saying. Allah's ayat. You understand what you are saying? If your mind is befogged or intoxicated, you don't know what you are saying. Some people, you know, they don't know. So Allah said, do not come near to prayer. But people know this. Every, but I am not stopping here. I am going to read further also. Then further he says, Wala junuban. Do not come near to prayer when you are in stranger position. Meaning you are having menses or you are having, you are in Janabat condition, or you have uh, bad dreams. So you understand what I am saying? Psychologically, you don't, you don't want to come. Illa abri sabil, or you have crossed, you are across of the way, meaning you have crossed that position, meaning the menstrual periods are over, hatta takta silu, then you take a bath. You followed him saying, and after you have crossed the way, you have, you, are, you wake up and now you know you are not feeling, you have gone through this dream and now you take a bath. So you are the cross of the way, you take a bath. Now further he says, If you are sick, what you do? Do not come near to pray. You follow the context is, do not come near to pray. It has to come down. But in, you know, you must know what kind of sickness is that. Then he says, if you, uh, suffering, if you are on a, on a journey and if you are sick, or in a journey, how you come from a uh, toilet, or you have touched the woman, in that condition, if you know that condition, and you don't find water also, 
So you do not have to pray in a condition which you, you know this condition. If you can, you can do it. So if the judgment is upon the person himself. He has to decide what type of position I am. If I am that kind of type of sick that I cannot pray, so don't pray. If you are in that, not in that condition, you can pray, you pray. Now, in this ayah, now that, that the, the, the ayahs that I'm going to describe from now, from two, three, four ayahs, which will describe you what, how, and why about the prayers. Why we are praying, how we are praying, I've discussed the format, but now about the recitation of the Quranic ayat and how. Meaning there are types of prayer, if you will note, for Fajr, for Maghrib, and Isha. These are the prayers that are read loudly. So that the Imam and the people people's standing behind, they can listen what you are reciting. And there are prayers that are Zohar and Asr are not read loudly. You know that Zohar and Asr are not read loudly. They are read in your heart. So the five time prayers are divided. That means day prayers are not read loudly. Night prayers are read loudly, except for Juma. Except for one day Juma prayer, Zohar prayer is read two, two first prayers and they are read loudly. Otherwise, Zohar and Asar prayers are not to be uh, recited loudly in the prayers you have to uh, uh, recite in your heart. So this is how and what and why. Now in Surah Taha 20 and Ayah 14, this Ayah is referring to Musa Salam and he addresses to Musa Salam, Allah, addressing Musa Salam, he says, Innani an Allah. Musa, to Musa Allah says, Surely I am Allah. La ilaha illa ana fa'abuduni. There is no God except me and you serve me. Waqim is salata lidikri. And establish the salah, the prayer for my remembrance. So in this ayah, we come to know what is the purpose of the salah? What is the purpose? Allah addresses to Musa Islam, he says to him, I am your God and there is no God besides me. You serve me and remember me, surely establish the salah for my remembrance. You have to establish the salah for whose remembrance? So remember now, you are establishing the salah, you are standing in the salah, when you are reciting the ayats, you are doing nothing except recitation of Allah's ayahs. So it is His remembrance. Inna nahnu dhikra wa inna lahu Surely we have revealed the remembrance and we are the preserver of it. So Quran is the remembrance of Allah. And in the salah, in the prayer, you recite the ayahs to remember Allah. So in, Allah has described not only about Himself, he described everything. So in the beginning I was telling you, the salah, the prayer of a Muslim is not an ordinary one. It is the remembrance. You just memorize, no, you have to understand what you are saying, what you are reading in the ayahs. And then understand and remember Allah for the orders or for the events, anything that has described in the whole Quran. And for Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he says, Surah Al-Kabut 2945, Utlu ma uhiya ilayka min al-kitab wa aqim as-salah. 
Recite what is inspired to you from the book and establish the Salah prayer. Surely the Salah prayer stops you from obscenity and from disguising and definitely the remembrance of Allah is greater and Allah knows what you invent. Now again, it says here to Muhammad that you recite to you what is inspired to you from the book. Whatever Allah has inspired you from the book, recite and establish the Salah. In, and surely the Salah stops you from obscenity. Now believe me, <laughs> again you are establishing the Salah. In my Salah, I am reciting this ayah. <laughs> And I go, Allahu Akbar. What did I do? It is addressing to Muhammad sallam that you recite. To him. To him he is addressing. I am just repeating and understanding the, 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 the essence of it. That Allah is asking to him. You recite what is being inspired to you. Or to Musa Allah say, In Nani Allah, La ilaha illa ana fa'budni. If I recite that ayat, it is Allah speaking to Musa Salam and he says that you, you study the salah for my remembrance. So I am doing what? I am reciting that what Allah is saying to Musa Salam. It is a communication of the Messenger and Allah. It is the communication of Allah and, and Muhammad, peace be, peace be upon him, in the second falling ayat. You are reciting both and you are bowing and prostrating. For what? For their communication. You are giving the importance and respecting the essence of what you have received. That Allah is communicating to Musa salam or Allah is communicating and inspiring to Muhammad peace be upon him. And now you are bowing and prostrating. To the ayahs. To the essence of the ayahs that is a communication to your, you are saying something. It is yours. Is nothing. It is with Allah, Allah speaking to Musa, peace be upon him. Allah speaking to Muhammad, sallallahu You are repeating the ayahs, a communication established by Allah to these messengers and a guidance to you. And then you bow and prostrate on the ayahs essence. So this is, I am telling you, why we are doing it? For the remembrance of Allah and his communication to the messengers. And that is a guidance for us. And further it says Surah Araf 7205. I read two ayahs and they were addressing to the messenger. Now again, Waskur Rabbaka fi nafsika tadarru'an wa khifatan wa dun al jahri min al qawli bil guduvi wal asal wa la takum min al ghafileen. Again, referring to Muhammad, peace be upon him. And remember your Lord in your soul, self, psyche, humbly and fearfully, other than to be loud. From the saying, in the mornings and the evenings, that is Zahar and Asr Salah prayer, and you do not be among those who are unaware. Now in this ayah, again it is saying, remember your Lord. Not, it is not telling us, he is starting to, he is addressing to Muhammad, peace be upon him. Okay? Now I am, re- <laughs> I am reciting this in my prayer. You know, this, this ayah. Waskur rabbaka fi nafsika that means 
that remember your Lord uh, in your psyche, in your heart, not loudly. So Zohar or Asa prayers are not read loudly. They are read inside, uh, uh, humbly and inside. From the saying, in the mornings and the evening, and you do not be among those who are... But this is addressed to him. So how I am falling? I am just reciting. You see, you must understand how I believe. This is your belief that it, is, it was said to him. And this is, I am deciding, this is my salah. And this is a communication of Allah to him. So salah is beyond human imagination. It is not that only you, 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 all the other religions of the world, they are asking God themselves. And they are never answered back. No man on this planet earth can say, I spoke to God and God said to me, not a man, he's a crackpot, send him to a psychiatrist. Believe me, if he says, I said to God and God said to me, but for 100% I said, this is what Muhammad, uh, uh, Allah said to Muhammad Rasulullah, this is what Allah said to Messenger Musa. So I am reciting and Allah is saying to him, and I am bowing and prostrating. I am bowing and prostrating on the communication of Allah to the Messenger. Further he says, Surah Al-Isra 1710, وَلَا تَجْهَرْ بِالصَّلَاتِكَ وَلَا تُخَافِتْ بِهَا وَابْتَغِي بَيْنَ ذَلِكَ سَبِيلًا Say, call Allah or call most gracious. Whosoever you call, the most beautiful names are for him. And you should not be loud with your salah prayer and nor be silent, inaudible with it. And that you seek a way in between. So Allah says that you have to it is again addressed to Muhammad, peace be upon him. And it says, you call Allah or call most places, whosoever you call. So the most beautiful names are for him. So you should not be loud with your salah. Uh, and nor be silent, inaudible with it. That you may seek a, a way in between. So now Allah says that you have to seek a way in between. You have, don't have to be loud and not be silent. A way in between. So how, how will you find out what is the in way in between? There are five prayers Fajr, Zor, Asar, Maghrib, Isha. What is the in way between? You don't have to be loud and you don't have to be silent or inaudible. Sorry? You have to be loud. Huh? Because it says you don't have to be loud or you don't have to be silent. You have to seek in between. So before I read an ayah which tells us in the mornings and the evening you can you cannot be loud. So you can take that the Zahar and Asar should be not loud, the other should be loud. That will be a way in between. Five times a day pray, we pray. Five times a day. Okay, five prayers. Five prayers. Fajr, loud. Maghrib, loud. Isha, loud. And Zahar Asar, it already mentioned the previous ayah I read. That you should not be loud, other than loud, in the, in the, in the, in the mornings and evenings. That is Zohar and Asar. So these prayers are mentioned in the Quran that you don't have to be loud. So the other remaining should be loud. So Allah says you have to seek in between the way. Not loud, not uh, silent. So what happened? The afternoon prayer became silent and the other became loud. So this is the in way between the five times a day prayer. It is not only one prayer, 
that you don't have to be loud every prayer you are talking about. In the five times a day, and this is establishment in the sacred mosque. Remember, don't forget the sacred mosque, the focus. We have brought the Salah prayer from the sacred mosque. So what is being established by the Imam in the sacred mosque, that has to be established in all over the world. So all these Zohar prayer are not to be loud, except for Juma. But the, rel- the other prayers have to be loud, that is night prayers. So now Al-Baqarah 2 and 238 and 239. <laughs> فَإِنْ خِبْتُمْ فَرِجَالًا أَوْ رُبَّانًا فَإِذَا أَمِنْتُمْ فَاذْكُرُوا اللَّهَ كَمَا عَلَّمَكُمْ مَا لَمْ تَكُونُوا تَعْلَمُونَ Be preserver over the salawat prayers and the salah prayer is a better medium and you stand for Allah devoutly. So if you are in fear, then pray on foot or, or, or riding. Then when you are in security, then remember Allah in the salah prayer like what He taught you, what you did not know. So now in this, you have to preserve over your salah prayer. How will you be a preserver over your salah prayer? You have to pre- look, Hafiz, you know Hafiz, who's Hafiz? Hafiz is a person who remembers the Quranic ayat. So you have to be preserver over the salah. Meaning you have to memorize or you preserve the ayahs. When you memorize the ayahs, you are a preserver. So Hafiz, all these salah, the prayers, you have to be preserver because you memorize the Quran. But I am adding here, that preservation, it should be preserved, not just ratify. In English, what do you say? Cram it. You don't have to, have to cram it, the Quran. Cram, you don't have to, you have to understand the essence of the ayahs, not the meanings only. What is the, you can memorize the whole Quran, okay, fine, good enough, because the whole Quran is not unveiled to us. Remember this, the whole Quran is not unveiled or revealed to us. So you can memorize the whole Quran, but you keep on making an effort to get the essence of the ayahs. And once you get the essence of the ayat, then you recite that ayat in your prayers. So you become the preserver over the salat, salawat means your prayers. You become the preserver over your salat, the prayers. And the salat is the, is the better medium, medium to communicate with Allah. How are you communicating is an indirect communication because the Quran is addressing to the messengers and through Muhammad peace be upon him we get the message. So if, you, if you're reading the ayahs in the prayer actually it is a communication of Allah to Muhammad peace be upon him when you're reading the ayahs. But the ayahs that are addressing to Ya Nas, Ya Bani Adam, O mankind, O children of Adam, Ya Yuladina Amanu, O you who believe, Ya Bani Israel, O children of Israel, is addressing to you now. But through who? Through the Muhammad peace be upon him all the time. So every ayat that comes to you is through Muhammad peace be upon him. So Allah is addressed through him. So through him he becomes the medium or the salah becomes a better medium to communicate with Allah. Otherwise you are reading, lying down or sitting or sitting and reading the Quran and trying to understand and pondering the ayahs. Okay, fine, you can do this. But once you have got the essence or the message, you know, understanding and essence, then you memorize that portion of an ayah. So you become the preserver, not a crammer, preserver of that ayah. And once you recite that ayah, preserver ayah, 
it is a community it would be a communication between Allah and the messenger and you are taking the benefit you are buying and prostrating and following it and further is information فَإِنْ خِفْتُمْ فَرِجَالًا أَوْ رُكْبَانًا فَإِذَا أَمَنْتُمْ فَاذْكُرُ اللَّهِ تَمَا عَلَّمَكُمْ مَا لَمْ تَكُنُوا تَعْلَمُونَ so if you are in fear then pray on foot or on riding so when you are in security remember Allah like what he taught you what you do not know again you get the essence of this message that I can pray on foot and, uh, uh, and riding if I'm in, in, in some, uh, some uh, difficulty I'm not in security you see in, uh, suppose I'm a prisoner I can't move out myself so I'm, I'm, I'm bounded by people you know somebody is taking charge of me so I'm, I can if I'm there they're, they're, they're taking me to somewhere I'm a prisoner so I'm walking I can start praying I ask of Allah so on foot also if I'm in but if I'm in security then I pray as Allah has taught me five times a day as we have already taken from sacred mosque but if I'm in a condition that I cannot so I can pray on foot I can pray or even on riding if I'm under some bound I'm not in security it says very clear if I'm not in security I can pray according to situation which situation I am I cannot uh, practice on my own my free will is not given to me so under under these circumstances I can do that so in surah 24 and ayah 41 it tells us Alam tara anna Allah yusabbihu lawman lawman fi samawati wal ard wa at-tayru safat kullu qad alima salatahu wa tasbihah wallahu alimun bima yaf'alun have you not seen that whosoever is in the skies and the earth and the birds in the rows praising for Allah everyone knows his salah prayer and his glorification and Allah knows with what they do this ayat is simply telling us that the whatever in the skies and the earth whatever meaning mankind and other than mankind all kingdoms all life whatever kullun qadali all these birds kullun qadali ma salatahu wa tasbiya they know their salah everyone know his salah and everyone know his tasbih so whatever in the skies and the earth so it tells us that everyone know Allah says everyone knows his prayer the salah communication with God eh? everyone knows and his tasbih his glorification the last portion of this is about those people types of people who are praying now because of the ignorance or because of knowing I don't know but you see the, the Quran describes again Allah describes the two types of people who are praying the, or, or establishing the salah and one are good people who knows understand and one are ignorant and our hypocrites like Al-Baqarah 2 45 46 and seek Allah's help with patience and with salah prayer surely it is great except for those who are humble those who assume that surely they will meet their Lord and they will return towards him and Surah Al-Ma'arij 7023 Those who are continuous over their Salah prayer Now these are the description of the people who are khashi'oon Meaning who are humble So Allah is defining them that they seek help and patience with the Salah And it is a great thing except for those who are khashi'oon Meaning who are humble They assume they surely that they are going to meet their Lord. Whenever they are establishing the Salah, they know 
that they are going to meet the Lord because it is the communication of Allah and man and messengers and people. Whenever they stand for salah, they know for assume that this is Allah's communication. You don't have to visualize how Allah is. You don't have to visualize, you don't have to visualize nothing. It is the ayats that is explaining everything. So it is explaining They know for sure, assume that surely they are going to meet the Lord. The moment they start Allahu Akbar and I say Allah Alhamdulillah, I say Allah is communicating. So Allah is communicating to me through his words and ayahs. I am identifying Allah. So to Allah, he knows that this Allah is communicating and that's what he's informing us. So he, they, they assume surely they will meet their Lord and they will return towards him. And they are continuous over their salah prayer. That means they do not uh, forget the salah that they have to establish the prayer. Now, in Surah Maryam 19 and 50, this was a little description of those good people. And Surah Al-Furqan 2573, Sorry, the same good people I'm talking about, those were among the prophets on whom Allah has blessed. From the offsprings of Adam and from those whom we carried with Nuh and from the offsprings of Ibrahim and Israel and from those whom we guided and we chose. When the ayahs signs of most gracious were recited on them, they fall down prostrating, weeping. And when they were reminded with the ayah, signs of the Lord, they do not fall down over them deaf and blind. This is a description of those people who are khashiun and who are those people among the children of Adam. There are good people. Among those who were carried with the nose ark, and among the offsprings of Ibrahim in Israel, and among them Allah chose them and guided them, whenever, Ida tutla alayim ayatul rahman, whenever the ayahs were recited over them, they fall down, sujjadam, kharru suddam bukiya. That means this is the description how a person should feel during the prayer. When he is reciting the ayahs, the essence, he gets the essence, the revelation of Allah's ayahs. And if you are touched by the essence of ayahs, you will fall down and prostrate with weeping. That is the actual <laughs> prayer, prayer condition. That can happen once, twice or number of times. But it has to happen like this. Otherwise you are not getting the essence. The essence is not affecting you. And they did not... And the Al-Furqan 2573 says, And when they were reminded with the signs of the Lord, they do not fall down over them deaf and blind. They want to find out. Like deaf and blind did not hear, they fall down. What is this kind of falling down on the ayahs like deaf and blind? Meaning you don't see the ayahs? You are deaf, you listen to the words, you don't understand it. You are just deaf and dumb, blind and prostrating for what? So Allah is different. So what happened? The further I it explains, Surah Maryam 1959. 
فخلف من بعدهم خلف اضاعوا الصلاه واتبعوا شهوات فسوف يلقون غيا from from after them then succeeding succeeded successors who wasted their salah and followed the desires so soon they shall encounter wrong how the salah is wasted when we are prostrating by deaf and dumb meaning we don't understand anything it says from after them then succeeded successors who wasted the salah this you are what are you doing adaw salah this is what i am trying to explain again and again that by knowing something you you remain like this so you are you know the lsa for after that the success success who wasted the salah you think you are praying what what benefit you are getting so the whole lecture is is this that you it is will adaw salah it will wasted so you say what about shahwat and you follow your desires and what are the desires because when you are you are standing you are thinking about about what you wishful thinking you're not concentrating on the ayat you're not getting the essence but you are thinking what i'm i'm praying to allah for my benefit that if i pray five times a day allah will solve my problem what problem is in your mind it is and nothing to do with the ayat so this is again worshiping an idol god so same the jews are doing it same the christians are doing it some the hindus are doing it some the buddhists are doing it some everybody is asking seeking god help me god this is the problem <laughs> so you are talking to you know what you what no different the prayer is totally a different thing salah quranic allah taala's allah taala what salah he is revealed so for this allah says surah nisa 4 and 142 and 143 this is the behavior of those people ان المنافقين يخادعون الله وهو خادعهم واذا قاموا الى الصلاه قاموا قاسكسلا يراؤون الناس ولا يذكرون الله الا قليلا مذبذبين بين ذلك لا اله الا ولا اله الا ومن يضلل الله فلن تجد له سبيلا surely the hypocrites think that they are deceiving allah and he deceives them and when they stand toward the salah pray they stand without earnestness and they are showing to the people and they do not remember allah except a little they are distracted in mind in the midst of it being neither of one group or nor for the another and to whom allah leaves astray then you will never find a way for him now this is describing the behavior of the hypocrites the hypocrites are people who who say that we believe and they don't practice basically so he says surely the hypocrites are deceiving god almighty Allah is not being deceived. You are deceiving your own self. When they stand to pray, they stand without earnestness because without without knowing, understanding, they are just doing it because for the showing it to the people. Doing towards us, they stand without earnestness. They are showing it to the people that they are namazi. They they musalla. They got on their heads this 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 identification. So Allah is saying they stand to pray towards the salah. Stand without earnestness. They are showing it to the people. they do not remember allah except a little 
Why Allah is telling now you reading this is revelation, this is essence, this is the spirit, and you still go back and remain like that. What is what, what this is what I'm explaining. This is the salah. If I am reciting this ayat and if I am falling into that, that ayat, I must correct. Then the salah will affect me. Otherwise, I am reading this, I understand it, I insist, I understand, but I remain like that. So, this salah they are distracted in the midst of it because once you are standing, you don't understand anything, you don't comprehend ayahs, you don't mean what you are reciting, you are distracted. All the time, thoughts are coming in your mind and you are distracted in the midst of it, being neither of one group or the other, and to whom Allah leaves us stay, then you will never find a way for Him. So I am telling you, people are like this, so I don't have to identify, you have to find out your own self. You have to look into your own self. Allah is described, Surah Al-Ma'un 107456, So woe to those those who pray, they are those who are inattentive about their salah prayer. They are those who are showing to people. And further, Al-Mudassir 74, 42, 43. What deported you in Sakar? That is hell. They will say, we were not from the Musallin, those who pray. So he did not verify it and he did not Salah pray. Now, this is a people, again the same people who are not attentive, inattentive in the prayer. He says, so woe to the Muslim, those who pray, they are praying. They are of those who are inattentive. Listen to me very carefully. If you understand the essence, if you understand the essence also, but if you don't affect, it doesn't affect you, you are inattentive. What is attentiveness? Attentiveness, I have listened, of course I have listened. I have understood, I have understood. But if I remain, the behavior might doesn't change. So I am inattentive basically. I am not inattentive. So Allah said, those woe to those Muslims, those who pray, those who are inattentive about their salah prayer. They are those who are showing to people. So that people should recognize them as the person who pray. That is showing to people. And Allah said, what deported you in sakar? What deported you into hell? They will say, we were not from Muslims, those who pray. So because their prayer is like nothing. So he did not verify, he did not verify, he did not salah pray. So, my dear ladies and gentlemen, this is, was all about these people. I am ending this last page, recite this ayat Al-Furqan 2574, and it is the dua of Ibrahim Islam 14, 14 and 41. And those who say, Our Lord, grant for, for, grant for us the cooling of the eyes from our pairs and our offsprings and make us an imam leader for those who guard. Now this very, very again again I'm telling you what is the essence in it? That we have we are married, we have got wives and children. So Allah says, Oh our Lord, again, it is an ayat. It's not my words, but it's an ayat. So what in the ayat it says, Oh our Lord, grant us the cooling of the eyes from our wives and pairs and from our offsprings or children and make us an imam, the leader for those who guard. How many people are praying and mean this when they are praying? 
husband wives are fighting like cat and dogs believe me you don't have to tell me i know it because it's a natural phenomena if you do not focus or control both of them by the ayas you'll have fights because man is different his psyche is different woman's psyche is different they are both different sexes if both do not know what to control and how to control the by the ayas so you that is why the pray, prayer of have prayer has been written down can you pray oh our lord grant for us the cooling of the eyes not st- throwing stone at the eyes <laughs> not stoning believe me hitting each other by, by hurting each other as maximum as they can husband and wife you cannot have good relationship believe me until you practice the ayas both of the party amen and then pray this is your prayer of salah in your salah oh our lord rabbana hab lana min azwajina wa dhurriyatina oh our lord uh, grant us the cooling of the eyes cooling of the eyes from my from our pets and from our offsprings it doesn't end here and waj'alna lil muttaqina imama and you make us the imam the leader muttaqin for for the for those who guard believe me people have been muqtadi for years for years i'm asking do you don't want to become imam he said no because now they have made categories imam should have a beard imam have should the temple imam should have so many things imam have should do. but for allah you must pray and you must come forward as an imam and what ibrahim alislam said i end by this ayat he says surah ibrahim 14 40 and 41 rabbi ja'alni muqima as-salah wa min dhurriyyati rabbana wa taqabbal du'a rabbana ighfirli wa li walidayya wa lil mu'minina yawma yaqumul hisab my lord make me one who establish the salah prayer and from my offsprings and oh my lord you accept my call oh our lord have forgiveness for me and for my parents and from the believers when the day of account establish and this is the dua or the call of ibrahim al islam to that he is not thinking and imagining thing that the people will establish the salah because he is the prophet of allah he said rabbi jalli muqim as salah he is not expecting that you he is first telling that you make me to establish the salah in his true essence rabbi jalli muqim as salah means that oh our lord make me who establish the salah prayer in the nearness of allah the salah prayer not our own imagination and wa min zurriyati and from my offsprings that they should establish the salah he is asking god almighty so that he should put our hearts he can change our hearts not ibrahim alislam not messenger it is god almighty it is messenger's job is to deliver the messages it is the job of allah to change the heart that is why is asking allah and believe me in prayers how many people pray this when in, in, the, in the, when they are sitting in the in the prayer this dua how many people rabbi jali don't you pray this so what does it mean you must know this this is not you saying remember it's not you it is ibrahim peace be upon him again this is a communication of allah to ibrahim and ibrahim alislam is is telling is is, is, is giving asking to allah Rabbi ja'alni muqima as-salati wa min dhurriyyati rabbana wa taqabbal du'a rabbana aghfirli wa li walidayya wa lil mu'mina yawma yaqumul hisab where are you nowhere 
Again, it is the revelation of Ibrahim al-Islam, how he is asking Allah that he should establish the Salah. And he is asking Allah, make me who establish the Salah prayer. And from my offsprings also, and his offsprings are the Muslim world. In the true sense, if you establish the Salah. And, O oh, our Lord, accept my call. Rabbana wa taqabbal dua. O our Lord, you accept my call. Rabbana fili, O our Lord, have forgiveness for my parents and for the believers on the day of account. So he's asking this. So it is again what they become our intercessors, these messengers, because we recite in the Salah the revelation of theirs. Nothing we do, nothing except to to the ayahs, to the ayahs, everything ayahs. So whole salah prayer, the lecture of, this was the last ayat of the talk. We have come to know the format. We have come to know how the salat and what, why are we reciting the salat of prayer? To, for the remembrance of Allah's message. To remember Allah is to remember Allah's message, the essence of it, not just translation. So this is what the basic lecture of salah and prayer. I end this by any questions you can ask. Is the funeral prayers okay. for believers mentioned in the Quran? Yeah. The, the, see, the, if we go to sacred mosque, five times a day I've, I've been there and you will notice that every, after every prayer, almost somebody dies there. I mean, everybody dies in every city, but because they, everybody in Mecca, anybody who dies there, they bring this uh, funeral in the sacred mosque and there's a prayer of funeral prayers. Have you been to, here they don't take it inside the mosque, but there they bring it in, in, in the mosque, funeral prayer in, in, the, in the sacred mosque. So her question is that, is there any mention in the Quran where the field, there's one ayat I will refer to, you can note down this reference is Surah uh, At-Tawbah 9 and 84 ayat. Uh, it says, Wala to Sali ala ahadi minhum mata abada, Wala takum ala kabrihi, innahum kafuru billahi wa rasuli, Wamatu wahum fasikun. And do not ever pray on anyone of those who died and do not stand over their grave. Surely they are those who reject with Allah and His Messenger and they do not die except they are liberals. So Allah says, do not pray over those who, were, who died as rejecter. That means those who die as believers, you pray. You understand? It's, it's written in another way. Wala tusalli means do not pray. Ala ahadi minum mata abada, wala takum ala kabri. The context of this is the mushriks, the associates. So let do not ever pray on anyone from those who died and do not stand over their grave. So there are people who are rejectors or mushrik or the associates and there are believers. For believers, the prayer should be there. So it's a, it's a, it has become a, a, a confirmed that there are people who are dying. The prayer of the funeral prayer, you can, you can see this. After every prayer, there's a funeral prayer in sacred mosque, in here also. The funeral is, prayer is always after a prayer, whether it's a Fajr prayer, or Zohar prayer, or Asar prayer, or Maghrib prayer, or Isha prayer. Funeral prayer has to be recited after every, any prayer.
it cannot be in between. Like I, I take the funeral and in, at, uh, like for example, there's a Fajr prayer and Zohar prayer, there's a difference at 11 o'clock. I cannot have any funeral prayer in, at 11. I have to join with the after Fajr or after Zohar or after Asr or after Maghrib or after Isha. It has to be after every ordained prayer. That's, that's the, uh, the reference and that's the practice in the world. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, please. My question is, can women pray, read and listen Quran during the menstruation period? Yes, I just, uh, when I was reciting one ayat in Junuban, uh, in, in Ajnabi or stranger position, uh, men and women, they, if they are in that condition, they are not allowed to read the Quran or establish the prayer because they are not purified. Once they are purified, then they can establish the Islam. But specifically for menstruation, there I will read two, three ayahs because there is a confusion going around in the world in relation to women menstruation. People, there is an ayat, first you write down Surah Al-Baqarah 2 and ayat 222 where Allah explains about the menstruation cycle of the woman. And it says, yes, al-mahis. Qul huwa adha nisa fil mahis wala hatta فَإِذَا تَطَهَّنَّا فَأَتُوهُنَّا مِنْ حَيْثُ أَمَرَكُمُ اللَّهُ إِنَّ اللَّهُ يُحِبُّ التَّوَّابِينَ وَيُحِبُّ الْمُتَطَهِرِينَ And they question you about the menstruation. Say it is a hurt or anxiety. So detach the woman in menstruation and you do not go near them until they are purified. So when they are purified, then come to them from, from where Allah has ordered you. Surely Allah loves those who return and He loves those who purify. So in this ayah, the important point is that it, Allah is asking for men not to go near to women when they are in menstruation. And why? The reason is they are not purified. So in the, in the previous ayah when I was reading, when you are in Junuban, when you are in the, in the state of stranger, men and women both are purif not purified. So women are not purified, specifically mentioned this, uh, in this ayah, is related to menstruation cycle, they are not purified. But for men also, they are not purified in the state of Junuban, Janabat. Or you can say in a stranger position and that happens when you have this, this sexual nightfalls. Now, even for the Quran also, reading of the Quran, the Quran says Surah al 56, Surah and 77, 78 and 79. Al-Waqiyah 56, Surah and 77 and 77. Innahu la Qur'anun kareen fi kitabim maknoon la yamassuhu illa mutahharun Surely it is indeed a Qur'an reading honorable hidden in a book writing none can touch it except those who are purified. So even men if they are in Janabat meaning in the strange position you have not taken a bath you are not, you cannot touch the Quran, not physical touch. I'm not talking about the physical touch. I'm talking about its essence. Believe me, you cannot touch if you don't purify. Meaning psychologically and physically I have to purify myself. Before establishing the Salah prayer, I have explained to you how to purify. You, when you are in Janabat, in your Junuban or in your strange, strange position, stranger position. You have to purify physically and psychologically to touch the essence of the ayahs, essence of the Quranic ayahs. 
Remember, I'm using the word spirit, essence, not the meanings. People know meanings, but they don't touch the essence. It doesn't affect you. And once it's not affecting you, it is not affecting anything. So what Allah says, if you are not purifying, so if the woman in Mansur is not purified, and in men in Janabat they are not purified. So they cannot touch the essence of the Quranic ayahs. So they, Allah is asking to avoid, the, because they are not purified, they can't understand the essence at that time. If you are not purified, if you are in Janabat, men also can understand it. They are not allowed to touch the Quran also. So they can't touch it. Thank you. My question is, is the holiday of Jummah or and its prayer mentioned in the Quran? Yeah. You see, in the Jummah, I was referring to in my lecture, this Jummah prayer. Uh, especially in uh, the Quran, there's a Surah Jummah also. Do you know this? There's a Surah Jummah, and that is 62 Surah. By the name Jummah, there's a Jummah Surah, 62 Surah, and Ayah 9. Ya yu ladheen amanu idha nudiya li salati min yawmil jumu'ati Oh, you believe when you are called for salah prayers from the, from the day of Juma. Juma, strive towards remembrance of Allah and leave the dealings, whatever deal you are doing, leave them. That is better for you if you know. So Juma prayers are mentioned in the Quran. That was, I told you, Juma means, in Juma, Juma word comes from the word Jama. You understand? Jama means to add. Together. Gather, together. So Juma is a day you have to gather and establish the Salah. A big gathering. So Juma prayers are mentioned in the Quran by the, oh you believe, ida salati jumuati. It's a, oh you believe when you are called for the Salah from the day of Juma. The day of Juma. First awila dhikrillah. Then uh, go for the uh, strive towards the remembrance of Allah. Again, the salah is for the remembrance of Allah. And vadaraul bai and leave off the dealings. Whatever the dealings you are having in businesses, dealings, leave them. You have to know before the Juma prayer, you make your mind in your mind that Juma prayer will be. I have to leave the business, so you have to finish off the deals. Leave off. Dalikum khairul lagun. That is better for you. In kuntum taalamun, if you know. But further I read further, there is very more, most, most important point in the further ayat. It is in continuation. Next ayat says, فَإِذَا قُدِيَتِ السَّلَاةِ فَنْ تَشِرُوا فِي الْأَرْضِ وَابْتَغُوا مِنْ فَضْلِ اللَّهِ وَاثْرُوا اللَّهِ كَثِيرًا لَعَلَّكُمْ تُفْلِحُونَ When the salah prayer is completed, completed, then disperse in the land and seek the bounty from Allah and remember Allah most so that you may prosper. Meaning, after the completion of the Friday prayer, what you do? You go back, disperse in the land and seek the bounty from Allah and remember Allah most that you may prosper. So it is not a holiday. It is mentioned you go back. You leave off the dealing, establish the Salah prayer and go again back, disperse in the land and seek the bounty of Allah. How can you say it should be a holiday? It doesn't say that. It's very important that you go back Disperse in the land, seek the bounty from Allah and remember Allah most so that you may prosper. So this is what the Juma prayer. Thank you. Assalamu uh, I would like to ask how and when the prayers are shortened. Sorry? How and when the prayers are shortened. Okay, when the prayers are shortened, this is Qasr. Qasr prayers, you understand that the, the, the word Qasr, have you heard this word Qasr? 
for the prayers, the shortening of prayers, shortening of the prayers. You know, in the in the ayahs that I was reading, before I was reading, it was mentioned about suffer. So in the suffer, there is no shortening of the prayers is not mentioned in the Quran. Is is the different word I read for you in Surah Nisa four and one zero one. وَإِذَا ذَرَبْتُمْ فِي الْأَرْضِ فَلَيْسَ عَلَيْكُمْ جُنَاحٌ أَن تَقْصُرُوا مِنَ الصَّلَاةِ إِنْ خِفْتُمْ أَن يَفْتِنَكُمُ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا إِنَّ الْكَافِينَ كَانُوا لَكُمْ عَدُوًّا مُبِينًا When you strike on the earth, there is no blame on you if you shorten your prayers. If you fear, the rejecters captivate you. Surely the rejecters are clear enemy for you. Now in the ayat the word is dharab. Waida dharabtum fil ard. Waida dharabtum fil ard means when you strike on the earth, there is no blame on you if you shorten your prayers. Further, say if you fear that the rejecter will captivate you. Now, first of all, we have to understand what is dharab. Dharaba in Arabic means first meaning a strike. But there are other meanings in dharaba where it means that people who move move about in the land for work. That is mentioned in Surah Baqarah 2. I will refer to ayat one more, where you can note down this ayat, where it says that there are people who do not in this earth. It's Baqarah 2, 273 ayat. Charities for those in need who in Allah's cause are restricted from, from work. Now here dharaba filar means strike in the they cannot strike in the earth. If if I say lil fukra is fukra means poor, the charities for the poor, those or oh, shuru they are they are they are restricted, fee in the way of Allah, la they don't have the means, dharbam filar, they cannot strike in the earth. So dharbam here they translated is they cannot move about in the land. Means they are restricted of uh, not working. Dharab means strike, striking in the earth or you are doing some work. So now if you are doing some work in one particular country or city and you are meeting with a non-Muslim having meetings and you are businessing and you are having in the same problems, you are facing some problem in establishing a salah or prayer at a particular time. So Allah says, You strike in the earth, meaning you are move about, we can understand, for work. There is no uh, wrong in it that you, you shorten the prayers if you fear that the, the, the rejecter will captivate you. Now there are times that we are sitting in meetings or you know beforehand, that the, the, I will be sitting in a meeting and, and some I will be short time and I'm having I'm living in a non-Muslim society non-Muslim area and I cannot take time for prayers. So what I will be I will shorten the prayers. Normally the shorten of the prayer is expected that you have to travel. But no, you can you can do it even in one city. If you are fixed in a meeting, you can't have. You know that the, 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 you are you are striking in the earth. You doing some. You have to do some business. You are meeting, and you will be restricted, and you cannot move about. So what you do is, you can shorten the prayer if the rejecters will captivate you because of your business. You are captivated. So how you will shorten? I am explaining to you 
Normally the practice is that the, in the Zohar prayers is two prayers, four, four rakats. So you shorten two. Okay? But now you will know that the beating will continue and Asar prayer will come. So the, the, you will join the two Asar, shorten again of two. So you, you, will, you pray at the Zohar timings, two Asar also. So Zohar and Asar, two, two, you will join. Okay? So this is known as shortening qasar, shortening of the prayer. Now you are in that area, in that time, and you can you have already prayed Zohar Asar prayer and your meeting will be prolonged. So you have prayed also, no creating confusion in there. I have to go there, man, I have to pray. And you the Christian boss said, No man, you sit down, where are you going? Why are you creating confusion? When Allah says, filard, that means you are moving about in the earth for work and business. There is no sin in you. That you shorten the prayers. In If you fear that they will captive, you will be captivated from the rejecters, those who reject. Surely the rejecters are clear enemy to you. So what, instead of fighting them out, you shorten your prayers of Zara Asa joined together and pull on the, your meeting. Same, but you cannot join, remember this, you cannot join Asar and Maghrib. Because Zohar and Asar are non-loud prayers. You understand? So Zohar Asar can be joined. Now you know the meeting will come Maghrib Isha. So you can join Maghrib Isha. So because they are both loud prayers. So in Maghrib you don't shorten three. Three are not shortened, but the Isha will be shortened as two. So three and two you join. Same, this zarab can be taken as moving about also. Like from one place to another also. You first, this was the same area you were striking and now you are going into different areas. So you can shorten the prayer. So if you go from Mecca to Medina, I've been there. So people shorten their prayers like this because they know they have a big distance going on. They are going to say, say eight, seven hours, eight hours. I don't remember how much big drive. Six, six seven hours, whatever drive. It depends on the very... So in between if the prayer time, so they, they join these prayers. So in Hajj also they join Zohar Asar, in Arafat, and in, in, when they come back to Muzalfa, they join Maghrib Isha. So in, in any situation where you are restricted, if you're striking in the earth, you can shorten the prayer. And this is how the shorten of the prayer is mentioned in the Quran, and this is how you do it on the line, on the ground. Right? Could you please clarify as to how the prayer of the messenger is... Uh, a satisfaction over us today. Okay. You see, uh, uh, you see, I was all, all the time talking about the messenger because Allah is communicating to the messenger. So I will refer to an ayah. Uh, you can note down these references and then I explain to Surah Tawbah 9, 102 and 103. And uh, uh, I'll explain to you then. You see, in the Quran, there is an ayah Surah Tawbah 9, 102 and 103 says, And other people have confessed with their sins. They have mixed correct acts and other bad acts. It may be that Allah will return over them. Surely Allah is forgiving, merciful. Now there is an ayat in the Quran, this tell this ayat tells us there are people who have confession, who have confessed to Allah, they have mixed 
their with their sins they have mixed the correct acts they are doing good acts but at the same time they are doing bad acts so they have mixed these things and believe me it's a ongoing continuous process how i will explain to you that how the messengers uh, salah becomes a satisfaction to us that's your question but what i'm saying is in the ayah that there are people in the world when they come because normally we do bad things but once the quranic ayat comes to us understanding comes to us and once the essence we have understood and we want to correct so one little ayat if i follow so i have corrected my one deed but there are other deeds i am doing bad so i am mixing bad and good first i am doing all the time bad all the time bad now one ayat is unveiled to me unveiled to me i corrected that so one good deed act but still there are many bads so another ayat comes to me that clears five then i do another good deed so good deeds and bad deeds are always mixing but it is if a person is in continuous process of correcting himself then he will get the jannah otherwise his bad deeds will always uh, be in greater number so now allah says this ayat i am reading again like for example a person is involved in adultery for example and he says quran says surah uh, 17 30 30 ayat wala taqrubu zina innahu kana fahisha wa sa'is sabila do not near go to adultery and fornication uh, it is a, a way to badness here is badness now i know this ayat now i got the essence of this ayat now i have to correct so how the rasul this is this ayat that i read how this this thing happens on ground so in the further surah tauba 9 and 102 i read and now i'm reading 103 khud min amwalihim sadaqa tutahiruhum wa tuzakkihim biha wa salli alaihim ایسیٹیفائن and now i understood that aya that that was referring to which previously like surah 1732 aya wala taqrubu zina innahu kana fahisha wa sa'a sabila that do not go to zina do not go near to zina it is a road to badness and i was involved i stop so one good act i stop but there are other things also so now allah says for this you take sadqa so i gave sadqa from this act i was doing wrong now further says so that you purify and justify them with it and pray over them how the rasul prays over you he says wasalli alaihim and the rasul prays over them inna salataka beshak your prayer rasul prayer sakanul lahum is is good for you it is the messenger praying now if i say allahu akbar and i am reciting what ayas and this is the qaule rasule karim this is the honorable messenger saying this not mine So I said, "Wala takrubu zina innahu kana faisha wa saas sabila." Allah's kalam, Allah's word, and messenger saying. So when I was reciting the ayahs, it was Allah's word, Allah's word, and messenger saying. So I stopped by this essence. I know I don't have to involve. So this salah will be the messenger salah. 
and it will be a satisfaction over you, the mankind. So this is how I was telling you the beginning, it is always the messenger salah. It is inna salataka sakanul lahum. Basic, surely it is your salah will be a satisfaction over them. I was reciting, but I was reciting the saying of the messenger. But according to situation I did it. Because I was involved in one act. I knew that I, that is the Quran, do not go near to zina. So I take that ayah, because that is the instruction given to me by the messenger to me, Allah's word. So I recited that ayah, so that will be Rasul's salat and guiding me. And it will be a satisfaction me, I will stop from Fahisha, that the salat stops from Fahisha. Because I remember that particular ayah, so that it governs me. And I know it's a messenger saying and Allah's words. So it is stopping me and it is become, becoming a satisfaction for me. This is how you have to keep on doing. Taking little, little ayahs, small, small ayahs according to your situations. Assalamu Well, the lecture on the prayer was very comprehensive. Okay, thank you. I did like it very much. Now I want to ask you from the beginning to the end of the uh, prayer. There also occurs the Salat and Durud. Would you put some light on it? Atehat, yeah. You see, uh, in the whole prayer, where, where we come in. You see, all the time I was talking about the prayer of the messenger, we were reciting the ayahs. But only the Atehat and, and Durud, that is where we human beings recite. That is our, that's not from Quran. This is how we fit in. Now, the first of all, you must understand there is an ayat, you can wrote down this reference, Surah Azab 33 and Ayah 56. You see, this ayat is very important. In Allah wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala nabi ya ayyuhalladheen amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima. Now, normally people call this as this ayat for durood. And durud, I think, is a word from, from, from Iran. But if you look at the Arabic, again, I, I come back to this Arabic. Look, it says, Inna Allah, surely Allah, wa malaika, and the angels, yusalluna ala nabi. Yusallu comes from the root letter salah, salah, the lecture we have gone, salah. So it's a verb here. Now, what it says that he prays, the angels and Allah prays over the Prophet. Praise, the word pray. Okay, what is pray? I just now explained to you in my whole lecture. Pray is a communication between Allah and the prophets. Now his pray is not like us, but it is a communication of Allah and mankind and the prophet. So I was, I was telling you in the beginning, Salah means a communication of God and the prophets and we are taking the guidance from it. So Allah says, In Allah wa malaika, surely Allah and the angels Yusalluna ala nabi he pray they pray over the prophet ya ayyuhalladhina amanu oh you believe sallu you pray alayhi over the prophet wasallimu taslima and submit by submitting so this ayat is you know i am surprised the people have like sent blessings and durood or what they are talking about it simply says to pray and once we pray as we pray Actually, Allah is praying over the Prophet 
and we are praying over the Prophet so that we get the message from Allah through the Prophet. I was telling you again and again, it is a Salah means a communication of God Almighty and the Prophet, all the Prophets. So that commission when established, you get the essence out of it. So he says, Inna Allah wa malaika, surely Allah and his angels, yusalluna al-labi, they pray over the Prophet, Ya yuladin amanu, O you believe, sallu alayhi, you pray over him, wa sallimu taslima, and submit by submitting. An amazing thing I tell you, that this ayah is Surah Azab 33-56. And before this ayah, there is one more ayah, 33, Azab 33 and ayah 43. Huwa alladhi yusalli alaykum wa malaikatuhu. Now here is Allah say, it is he who prays over you, the mankind, believers. And the angels prays, the same what Allah says for angels and himself over the Prophet, here he says, It is he who yusalli, he prays, alaykum over all of you believers and the angels. And further he says, So that he may take out from darkness into light. He is praying over you and the angel is praying over you. The same act he is doing with, with the Prophet. No difference. But nobody speaks about this ayat. An amazing situation is the same act done on the Prophet, the same act Allah does on the believers. It is He who prays over you, the believers, and the angels also. So that He takes out from the dust into the light. Who? The believers. And Wakana bil mu'mina rahima. And over the beast, he is most merciful. The question is that the same surah, 43 ayat come first. And the angels of Allah prays over mankind, the believers. But nobody talks about that. When it comes to 56, the same Allah does on the prophet. And people start durud. And, and the moment says, Inna Allah malaika yusalluna yusalluna ala nabi. It says, they say, Allahumma salli ala, what do you say? Allahumma salli ala Muhammadin. This is what they recite? What is this? In the tradition, what is this? Durude? So what? This is, this is sending blessing to Ibrahim or Muhammad? No, 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 just a minute. Now, now listen to me very carefully. The moment this says, in Allah, in the mosque, I've noticed, in Allah, wa malaikati, yusalluna ala nabi. Ya yuladina amu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima. Then everybody say, Allahumma salli ala Muhammadin wa ala ali Muhammadin. Kama sallayta ala Ibrahim wa ala ali Ibrahim inna kahmidun. You know what does it means? Allahumma salli ala. Oh Allah, you pray over. No, no, Allahumma salli ala Muhammad over Muhammad. Allahumma salli ala Muhammad, you pray over Muhammad. Wa ala Ali Muhammad or in the followers of Muhammad. Kama sallayta ala Ibrahim. Like you prayed over Ibrahim and his followers. This is you saying it. And why we are saying it, the question is why I am saying it. So you, you look what happened. It, the, the ayat I was reciting is, Ya yuladina amanu. This is Allah says, Oh you believe. Sallu alayhi. You pray over the Prophet. Wa sallimu taslima. 
So, and, and submit, like submitting on salam or peace also, submit also. So, what we do, we, the whole prayer, in the whole prayer is of Rasul, Quranic call Rasul. But in the sitting position, in the end, you say these words because of this ayat, because Allah says so, Oh, you believe, Sallu alayhi, you pray over him. So we say, As-salamu alayka ayyuan nabi. He says, Sallu alayhi, As-salamu wa salatu wa salamu alayka ayyuan nabi. And in the roads you say, As-salatu wa salamu alayka ya Rasulullah. You must have written that. So because Allah says, Ya ayyuan ladhina amanu, Sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima. So in the prayers, in the prayers you say this. Because the Allah says, like for example, Allah says, Faida karata al-Qur'an. First ties billahi min ash-shaytani rajeem. Surah 16, Surah, and uh, 96 ayat. 98. Faida karata al-Qur'an means when you read the Qur'an, seek Allah's protection. First ties billah min ash-shaytani rajeem. Seek Allah's protection from the shaitan, the stone. So I personally says, A'udhu billah. It's not in the Qur'an. Because this is an order of Allah. This is an order of Allah. You seek Allah's protection from the shaitan. So I said, A'udhu billahi minash shaitan rajeem. So this is not in the Quran, but I am following this ayat that Allah says, seek protection from the shaitan. So I said, A'udhu billahi minash shaitan rajeem. So this is the following of an ayah in the Arabic text. Similarly here, Allah says, Ya yuladina amun sallu alayhi. You, you pray over the Prophet and sallimu taslima and submit like by submitting. So I said, As-salamu alayka ayyuan nabi. So I said, I salat and salam, peace and prayers over the Prophet. Is falling because Allah says so. So in the salat I am falling what Allah ordered me to do so. So only this is done in the salah well, we are sitting in the position, ending the prayer of the whole messenger. But we as human beings are saying this much. We are, we are praying over the Prophet. We are asking Allah to pray over the Prophet of Muhammad like you prayed on the Ibrahim Islam because our father answers is Ibrahim Islam. We have to, we have to become the Imam, the leader is Ibrahim Islam, Muqam Ibrahim, standing position of Ibrahim Islam. So we say, Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala Ali Muhammad. So this is our saying because Allah says so in Surah Azab 33 and 56 ayat. But what is going on in the world, not just recitation, just we are saying it, you have to say it in the Salah prayer. You have noticed we are saying in the prayer, don't we say? So your question we are deciding that is based on this ayat. You understand now? So this is only permissible because because a human being is, is confessing to the order of Allah. Like Faida Karat al Quran, first is Billahi Mirashi, Audu Billahi Mirashi Tarajin. Similarly, in Allah, 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 in Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.